actually put, you can see pew pew, and that's like a little gun. Pew pew, like gunshots. Um, because people may think you're taking shots or whatnot, but it's not that. I think people just need to be brutally honest about their experiences and what 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 they what they think and what they thought. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to um, start pinging people into the group. So we'll probably get started at about 24 minutes past. Um, yeah. Dwayne, I, I, I do have a question. And while I'm pinging people in, um, you might want to just take the lead on the question. So Go for, it, brother. for me, it's just so a little while ago, I saw uploaded onto Sneakers app the um, uh, what's it that M.A. Manea clothing and there's yeah. a men's jacket in it. And this is supposed to be a woman's wear release. What are our, what are our thoughts on that? Right, yo, drop it up backwards. Right, right, yo. Um, yeah, like Anthony said, don't campaign and set the um the size range to maximum of a nine and a half to then release men's sizing clothing. Like, keep consistent. If you are releasing it as, look, there's no wimp, there's no men's sizes or no large sizes, then keep the clothing to a to to women sizing, not to stereotype women as being that can't wear XL or whatever. But you're doing men's sizing for a women specific release, which is fine that they're doing a women-specific release, but it doesn't make sense that me with my one foot, I can buy the clothing, but then I have to wear Converse to to go with um, the Amemanir um, jackets and things like that. But that's just my thoughts. What about everyone else? Um, Anthony, I know you chimed in, but talk to us. Yes, it's, it's a bit of a silly one, really, isn't it? Like they had the opportunity to show like look we can do women's release properly and then they turn around and say oh actually let's mess it up by giving us big men a chance it's it just looks a bit messy man and it's an opportunity for more people to complain again i guess it's yeah it's a bit it's a bit of a shambles um, do you know what I'm going to say? I'm going to say the whole release has been a hot mess um, in the respect that the wrong person in it, a man releasing a woman's shoe, should never have handled that release. It should have been a woman handling a woman's release. That's the first thing. The second thing, the comms behind the release was poor. Um Everyone was, everyone was second-guessing whether it was a regional release, whether it's a worldwide release, so on and so forth. That's that. The other thing, if it's a woman's, if it's a, a woman's shoe, surely um, you should just do women's sizing. Or, or if you are going to include the men in the story, as the narrative was depicted, then the consistency needs to be needs to be there throughout the whole campaign and including the clothing including the shoes the availability whether it be us europe everything has to be uniform throughout so personally speaking as much as i love the shoes a lot um i just think the whole thing the, the whole campaign in my opinion has been toilet 
Ladies, um, Tasha, I'm going to throw that at you. What are our thoughts on the release of men's sizing clothes for the Amamia release, but then it only goes up to a nine and a half? And apologies for the pronunciation of the brand. Yeah, I'm just confused. This doesn't make any sense. Like, especially something for us. And then you're doing the men, you might as well just make everything inclusive again, isn't it? It's just a bit tipsy-turvy. I just don't get it, personally. You know what I don't get as well? Is that with all the European stores that are getting them, out of all the European stores, apparently, or opposedly, End is the only one that apparently are getting a size 10 and 11, which I don't believe they're getting. I think that's a mistake. Or they've been given maybe the stock, but again, we know that probably the likelihood it's going to go to the general public is very small chance. You're just pissed that because you got a big foot like me in it, bro. <laughs> yep. <laughs> For once. Yep. Yeah. I have to agree. Yeah. But I've um I bought mine now. I said, forget this. I'm gonna have to just buy mine now. Now I know that they're not coming out Ooh, in the UK no. 10. Oh. <laughs> no, I hear that. Um oh gosh, Dan's in the house. Dan, talk to us. What are our thoughts on the jacket coming out in men's sizing, but then them not bothering to release the trainers in such size into me. Yeah, hey, everyone. Um, uh, yeah, um, I think uh, uh, it's a bit of a mess. You know, it's, I, I, I agree. I do agree with that. Um, I've seen a few pictures with, like, hairy men's legs and a women's shoe. You know, it's like it's aimed at aimed women, but there's clearly there's blokes wearing it, but then blokes can never get the pairs so i i get it but i gotta just say do you not just think that's chill out and just not get emotional about it. it is what it is you know there's so many shoes and i know this is a good one but there's so many shoes we'll get vexed about it or i just think we just maybe just a point now where it's all just got so ridiculous we should just stop taking it all so seriously just watch the circus play out yeah i'd be inclined to agree i think it is a I was on one side saying, well, what's going on? It's supposed to be for us. And then you've got males on the other side saying, wait, hold on. You're bringing out triple or double XL jackets, but you're not um, bringing out size 11. Well, like, what's the issue here? And, and there, is a, there is a loose claim, I guess, for, for, for just discrimination if you really want it to go down the route. But, or, or, or is it just the confusion? Who, who knows? Who knows? But any any final comments before we get into the main bulk of the conversation? Go on, Bob. I got a bit of a bombshell. Sorry, I'm on the bus if it's bare noisy. Hello, everybody. Um, if anyone's going for it on sneakers, apparently there isn't any stock above UK. <laughs> even even if it's there, even if it says it's going up to 9.5, there's no stock above UK6. That's, if you want... that's insider trading. If you want to be in a circus, you've got to be a clown. And they are just a bunch of clowns. <laughs> <laughs> wild, wild. What a, what a bombshell to drop. So, but, um, <laughs> Rain, back to you. I think that's a, that's a perfect note to jump onto the main dish of today. Yeah, so, so we, we sounding kind of entitled out here. But anyway, let's, um, let's move on to the main subject. So, entitlement. So, like... I had a conversation with a few of the panel guys in regards to this, and the word 
in itself has been darted around or, or, or people are using it in the scene um, in regards to the sneaker scene and individuals within it. Um, but what, what we're trying to ascertain um, is, is what is it actually describing? So the word entitlement, again, well, okay, the question is, it exists, but where is it born from? What, what, why is it here? Why do we think it's here? And I'll, I'll aim that question firstly at Trony Kicks. Yo, people, good evening. Um, I think this entitlement um, situation, or not situation, what people, the word and all this entitlement, I think it's the case of, I think people who have been in the game, not everybody, but some people who have been in the game a long time, and then if you're talking about up to this point now where releases are getting harder to get and all that, so I think because of how long they've been in the game, they some people think they're entitled to that shoe or should you mean entitled to that first grab of them shoe, you know, a certain shoe. And if they don't get it, then they feel a certain way and feel how how can somebody who hasn't been in the game for that long get ahead of me? I should in I feel entitled that I should get that shoe uh, ahead of that person. So I think it's become a more bigger thing in the last five years than anything before because it's just a case of now how hard releases have become to get now because how everything's more online and you know, social media. So, yeah, that's my opinion on that. All right, cool. Well, sorry, I forgot to say, um, what we'll do through the course of this, um, so Emil, Van Wiljams and um, Pedro are moderators. What they will do, they will bring everybody up onto the stage. When you come up, if you come up, um, just mute yourself. Um, if you do not want to accept the invite to have a place on the stage to conversate and you just want to listen that's fine just decline their invitation but it's just going to be an open thing we're not going to bring people up and take them down um but again if you do want to say something can the conversation is flowing raise your hand and then we can bring you up onto the stage but when you come up onto the stage main thing is is just to keep yourself on mute until you um are either brought in or there is space to um have your point or have your say right so i'll move to um i'll move to jonathan in regards to the same question so where is it where is it born from um entitlement in the sneaker oh, game i think it depends it depends on the perspective right everyone has just we're all guilty at some point of thinking wait i should have had that shoot there's been enough like weekends um not recently but maybe back in the day, maybe a couple of years ago, where I'm, like, calling one or two people on a Saturday, like, what the hell? Like, did you see, like, how hard did I not get that shoe? Like, I entered all the raffles, and that was in the early days of the raffle system and the nonsense that it was initially when no one was doing it properly. But I think it, it, it comes in different levels, like the entitlement thing. You have it at that level where it's just, like, a regular guy who just wants to shoot, right? Um then you have like people like, oh, I've been here for God knows how long and I've put in all the hours, so I should be getting a shoot. Um, but then you also have, there's an element of it. I think the, the way it's kind of morphed now, um, from my perspective, there's an element of like people who are new into it, but somehow feeling like I should get a shoe because um, I have a sneaker page that's just like got, loads of sneakers on it and like there's also that side of things and that's the side that I see more of um where it's just like you know everyone feels like because they've got a page with 
X amount of followers, whatever, mm. um, I should be getting a brand knocking on my door saying, oh, wait, hang on. If you want a shoe every week, I'll pass you some shoes every week. Like, and it's just like, it should, should you really? Like, how does that work? So that's, that, you know I mean? but, but isn't that, sorry to interrupt you, isn't that, that's something different. It is, it's entitlement, yes. But then you've got the, the influencer who believes they're entitled, and then you've got mm-hmm. the sneakerhead. And maybe we explore both of them in this conversation. Um, but I think for the minute, the, the sneakerhead, I, I think I get you to an extent, and I, I don't know if anybody else um, disagrees. I'll bring in Tasha, Miss Francis next, um, in regards to where has it come from? It's, it's, it, it seems, and it might be wrong to say, from, from what everybody else has said, potentially, the whole notion of entitlement has come from OGs believing that they should have over other people. Is that correct, Tasha? Um, lately, I'm going to say yes and no. Uh, yeah. A lot of OGs, not a lot, but I've seen a few OGs personally who think they're entitled. I've heard them as well. I think they're entitled because they've been, because they're OGs. So they must get everything that they want. But then you've got the new ones up and coming not even new like i can't remember who said about having their pages they've got you know their pages full of sneakers so because they're up to date with sneakers and they collect trainers and buy trainers they also feel that they're entitled as well so i don't think anyone should really should be entitled should just be grateful so, so so this is a question this is a question to all so anyone can just jump in um so does your depth of collection or depth of knowledge automatically give you entitlement to get what you want from wherever you want? No. Sorry. No. I'll go with um, Kezi first. first. Hiya. um, It's Casey, by the way. Sorry, Um, Casey. That's okay. No worries. Um, I think part of the problem that I have seen um, amongst the sneaker community I've got my um, quotes out there quotes is that there is this idea that you feel like someone always believes that they've got one up on somebody else whether it's time or like time that they've been collecting trainers or how many trainers they have or whatever else and right now especially in this time where um, everything is being raffled off no one has more right to a trainer than anybody else and for the people who are say for instance like 19 and picking up trainers of course they're not going to have more trainers than someone who's 35 so there's no way that someone that's you know that that's had more time or has more of a collection or cares more about the ogs or whatever they have they they don't have more of a right to trainers and if we do it like that then then there are going to be a lot of people that don't get trainers that that doesn't make any sense to me all right, cool. I think um, Trony Kicks, I think you were flashing your mic at one point. Yo. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm here, I'm here. Um, I thought you were flashing. Yeah, it was, it was. Um, I think, depending on the shoe, and it depends on certain stances that I think it plays, a, it, can put you, it can put you forward, and it can get you there, like, you know, in terms of, Based on who, I wouldn't say case of based on who you are, but more like, yeah. You know, in fact, yeah, he's, I think it's a case of who you are in, within the culture and, in, you know, a little bit based on your collection as well. But yeah, with the argument as well, somebody who, you know, the age difference between somebody who's 19 or somebody who's just starting off or has only been in it for like a year or two compared to someone who's been in it for like 10, 15 years, 
depending on, I think it just depends on the shoe and depends on the, um, I think, yeah, it just depends on the shoe and depending on certain stances as well. So it's, it's, it's a 50 51 with that one, in my argument with that. It's a 50 51. I think there can be a balance. I don't think it should, I don't, for example, I don't think all pairs should just go to all those people that have been in it for that long. But I think a certain percentage should go to, you know, to these people that have been mm. collecting that certain model for a while. And then a certain percentage, all the rest of it should go to the general public. So I think it can be balanced out, but it's just a way. It needs to be done. All right, let me let, let me go to um. Thanks for that. Let me go to Fars. Then I'm gonna go to James. Then Danny. So Fars, you're flashing. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Um, I agree with Trony fully with the um, with the fact that you know it's certain models require a certain acknowledgement to collectors of that model. Um, but I feel like there's, and I don't know if and this is kind of a question to people like what. How do people feel about the influencers or the way that, say, certain pages, whether they're stores or otherwise, kind of hype up releases to kind of make make things a little bit more salty? Because there are so many releases and I feel like if there wasn't as much hype put on um, certain pairs, then there wouldn't be as much salt when they don't get the pairs. Do you know what I mean? And... Um, and I guess it all being digital again, it kind of goes back to what we were talking about last week in a way, that the more digital everything is, um, the more salty people get. Whereas if you're face-to-face -face and you're doing a in-store raffle and you've got a proper ticket and it's, do you know what I mean? It's a little bit more community-focused and people are attending events and stuff, then it would happen less to the entitlement. I yeah, I, I get that. But you see with that, obviously, so we're almost talking about going back to the time when you were able to, well, you had to be present at a, a drop and, and you had to put in the work. And, and, and I get that. But we've seen off the back of that, I don't know if anyone remembers when, um, I can't remember what the trainer was, but at End Clothing, there was a madness at End Clothing for something. It's probably something. Spider-Man Jordans, wasn't it? Yeah, well, Spider-Man. And, and the man picked up the chair from um, over the patisserie Valerie and threw it. Like, we don't want to see that stuff in anywhere. We don't want to see it anywhere, you know what I mean? And I think the way that it's moved in regards to the releases, and, and yes, it's, it's potentially killed the, the Kumbaya community bit where everyone sat down camping and sitting in their chairs, but it, it it's moved on and it's mutated. And I think that's potentially where it, it should go. And if that if that's killed entitlement, well, I don't know if it's killed entitlement, has it killed entitlement? Has that has that damaged the scene? I'll move to James, sorry. James, you oh, had fair, a um, point fair. to make. Well, yeah, man. Um, that day at the, the drop with the Spider-Man. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. <laughs> that day when Spider-Man at the drops, like, it weren't even about um, Spider-Man. It was the youth that tried to push in the queue for the Yeezys. And it will span off from there. But anyway, um, for me personally, I'm just going to be frank, innit? Like, the whole entitlement thing come about when Offspring started deeming who was worthy for shoes and who wasn't. Do you get what I'm saying? Before they started doing that, like, obviously, we all know the only way you was getting certain shoes was to get up to your house and make the extra effort to go to the drops. Do you get what I'm saying? The average person wasn't going to these drops. Do you get what I'm saying? And then now... What's come about is it's like, you know, they're judging who can and who can't have trainers. 
And it's like people are standing up saying, well, yo, you know what? I've been doing this thing for excellent so many years. I deserve that shoe. Like, before that, it was never a thing. Do you get what I'm saying? And then now, obviously, you've got other people that just want to collect shoes and be involved in whatever. And it's like, man, are stepping over them saying, no, nah, I've been out here for time doing my thing. I deserve this shoes. Do you get what I'm saying? So, excuse me, before they come about with all of this, you know, who should get shoes and who shouldn't, there wasn't no entitlement thing. It was you, you turn up to the drop, you get your shoe, you go home. All right, that's that's my view. No, I hear that. that. Does anyone else agree with that viewpoint? Definitely, Danny. I'll come on to you as you was flashing before. Yeah, just like the term entitlement, I was just who who actually thinks that they are entitled to a shoe? Like, does anybody in here think I am entitled to have a particular shoe, like on a personal level? The only shoe that anybody is entitled to. Is that that shoe that Nike made the other day for the um the less the the, the fold up thing? I can't remember what it's called. The flag the flying, flying. Yeah. The flying. That's the only yeah. shoe that anybody in any capacity is entitled to, unless it's a gift to friends and family that someone seeded from a shoe from. Nobody else is entitled to any shoe, in my opinion, anyway. No, I, I hear that and I actually agree with it. But I think from what I see is that people who do manage to pick up a lot of good product. It's the people who don't pick the product up who say you are entitled. You think you're entitled because you are getting that product. I don't. I don't. From my point of view, I don't see the individuals who are getting the stuff thinking I'm entitled to this. It's the people who are missing out, saying you look like you're acting like you're entitled to it. Do you know what I mean? And I think that's where the terms come from for me. Can I just jump in on that? It's Go kind for of it. hard. It's kind of hard not to. It's. It, It'd be, I don't know, it's kind of hard to not look at, well, if you're getting wins, how, how can you feel entitled? You're getting wins, right? So it's always going to be from the perspective of someone who maybe didn't get a win. But I think there's still a general culture of entitlement anyway, because, you know, you see pe- even people who get wins every week still get upset because, you know, despite the... Th- 50 wins they've had in a row, that one that they missed, oh my gosh, I should have got it, and yada, yada, yada. Like, when you talk about offspring, for example, how many times have you been to a drop and you've seen someone having it out of them because they didn't get the shoe and they feel like they should have had that shoe and now they're going to try and push in. I remember going to pick up the Travis Sixes and you get someone who's like, oh yeah, now I'm going to push in because, you know, I should have got that shoe. It's like, really... Like, so I don't know, like, from Danny's perspective, like, people who didn't get the shoe are the ones introducing this word entitlement. I don't think that's all the way correct, because if you're winning, you have no reason to feel like you're entitled. You're winning. Like, you keep smiling, you keep it moving, because, you know, right now you're, you don't really care what anyone says, but I do think it's there, and it's only in the L, in the L's that you then see it manifest itself properly. Uh, um, that's what I think anyway. So okay, so that's so that's a, that's an interesting point. So when you lose, that's when you feel you're entitled. If you win, you just go on with your day job. No, I think it's when you lose, you look at the people winning, saying they think they're entitled to these wins. Do you know what I mean that's like for me? That's where the terms come from. No, I think I've, 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 I've seen some grown man 
acting very, very suspicious when he was like getting pissed. <laughs> like again, why are you like, trying to beat me up, bro? <laughs> like again, just to touch on your point in terms of like, I touch a lot of product, bro. Like a lot of the most limited releases and whatever. But I don't feel Flex. any. any... Bot life, bot life. <laughs> dab, dab, my Um, in truth, I, I swear, my mother's life. I don't feel any form of entitlement. Anything. If I have to get up in the morning at three a.m. and hit a drop. I'm there, innit? Like, that's everything that I put in, I feel like it's effort. So I never feel that entitlement. But I definitely do see a lot of grown men acting very suspicious in a lot of comment sections. You know what I'm saying? And just going off, even off the vibe of, like, what everybody's kind of saying here today, like, oh, you know, you get your wins and da-da-da. It, it seems like the whole thing centred around, you know, the way that offspring orientate the wins and the losses, you get what I'm saying? Because nobody here says, like, oh, I feel like I'm entitled to wins at end. No one's like, oh, I feel like I'm entitled to wins at SNS. Yeah, yeah. but you know what? So, so that's, I'm not dissing us being bare, man. No, no, no. no, no I, 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 I'm this. not dissing them. I'm just trying to go with the of the entitlement thing. That's all. Bro. But, but but you know what? And, and I'm, I'm going to bring yeah. in um, Johnny next and then Sophia. So in regards to what you said, um, uh, Jimbo, you know, my thing in regards to, to, to offspring and, and, and people complaining or whatnot is because they know that they'll get a response. You don't get a response from End. You don't get a response from SNS. So, okay, the first point I kind of get. So when you get people having to enter competitions, you breed a, a certain elitism. And, and sorry to bring you into it, Dwayne, but if there's an Air Max 1 competition and Dwayne goes to bring out his guns, no one can't really compete. So he has to get a pair. Now, it's, it's a term that I would derm as... Or, 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 or phrases, there's posit positive entitlement. Like, if someone's got over 100 pairs of Air Max 1, Air Max 1s, and then a Pata Air Max 1 comes out at the end of this year, is, is, is an individual deserving. But on the flip side, you might say, well, Dwayne's already done his work, and he's got what he's got. Give somebody else a chance. And I I'll let you answer that in a minute, Dwayne. But let me bring in Johnny, because you was flashing, and then Sophia. Yeah, hi, guys. Um that word entitlement to start with, I don't like that word. It's horrible. It's, it sounds abrasive, but I do get it's becoming more and more of this culture. I mean, the, the thing with offspring is they make you feel per personal because they do interact with you so that you think you've got a relationship. You haven't. They're a retailer at the end of the day. They're selling shoes, but it does make it harder to take the losses when they you you sort of think you're getting on friendly with them and all the DMs, this, that, and the other. But what you're saying about the collectors, totally get it. I reckon it's great to see the competitions they run where you can show people, look, you know, this is what I collect, this is what I'm into. But the stock should not all go to them because you've got to give the other people a chance to become the collector. So you need to give a majority of that stock to, yes, your OGs and your people who collect that one silhouette but you need to start allowing all these others in as well. I mean, I, I collected for years and I gave up through circumstances, having a baby and all the rest of it. And I've only just started again in the last sort of five or eight years. Um, and you know what? I've picked up some plenty of general releases that if Offspring, for example, had have done the hype on them, I wouldn't have been buying them because they'd have been hard to get hold of. So they do a great job in hyping things up, but they're just encouraging saltiness which then becomes entitlement i think salty and entitlement pretty much run hand in hand i agree yes. i agree that's fine man we all do it from time to time <laughs> <laughs> 
Sophia. Hi, everybody. Um, okay, entitlement. I think it just started from a long time ago. I remember being in line and you could just stand in line. Nobody knew about a release, not even the people at the store. There wasn't the internet to access when things were dropping. You saw the commercial, you knew when it came out, you stood in line. And when you did, there would you'd be the second person in line, but the person in front of you bought every single pair. So we started telling the retail workers, like, we were standing here too. It's not fair that they bought every single pair when there's this big, huge line out here and you let them buy every pair. And now I got to go to the parking lot and buy it from this guy because he's going to sell them all in the parking lot. So that's really like where it started. So then they started saying, you know what? You guys are right. You guys are entitled to these pairs because you did stand in line. And it's not fair that this person in front of you bought every single pair we're going to limit it to five pairs each. That didn't appease people because some people still didn't get the shoes. They're like, all right, we're going to, everyone is entitled to the shoe. We want to make sure everyone does get the shoe. So mind you, internet's still not relevant. So they're like, all right, two pairs per person. You can get a big size and a small size, right? That happened. Then that wasn't enough. Now you can just get one pair. That's it. And then they started doing just your size. And that wasn't fair because some girls want to get it for their boyfriend or their brother or a gift. So then fights broke out. Raffles started. People who were consistently standing in those lines for that historic part of sneaker collecting were like, dude, I've been here through the fights, through the figuring out what we're going to do, how to get people pairs so that we don't kill each other. I feel like I should get a pair. I've been here since ground zero. And then when social media and internet was relevant, we found out about friends and family pair and that people are getting seated pairs. Like how in the heck did they do that? How did that person get it? And how did the brand or the retail company feel like that person was more relevant than me when I've been here? So how do I, how do I get there? Okay, well, let me work on my social media. Let me work on my influencing in the community so that, that whatever brand is, is seating pairs can see me and I get pairs too. So it just became that. And now same thing with when you go to these, you know, retail companies and you're like, I've been here forever. You did a raffle. Can't you just, you know, when you see consistent people maybe getting back door to pair or the, the skate shop or the little boutique is like, oh, you know what? This person's consistent, has been consistent for 10 or 15 years. I want to make sure that they get a pair. I'll put aside one pair for them so they don't have to do this raffle thing because, you know, they earned their flowers already. They went through the trenches and came out clean on the other side. I mean, maybe lost a leg or two, but still, you know, just to pay homage to the people, maybe like Dwayne, who who has all the, the pairs, or like you guys who have, you know, vast collections, but also trying to be fair to the new collectors. So, I mean, I think that's where the word itself entitlement started coming from not that we feel entitled to get a pair but there's a history behind that and wanting to be fair period when these drops were coming so i think now it's just evolved into something to where how do we get seen by a brand how do we get recognized by a retail store so that we can get pairs sent to us and we can get these pairs and we don't have to fight so hard for them all right, let me go to, uh, I think I'm pronouncing it right, Keezy. I can't remember, I can't remember what you said, sorry. So much going through. 
It's Casey. Um, Casey, that's it. Yeah, so I, I wanted to touch on a, a couple of things. Oh, I'm hoping I didn't forget my point, but I think James touched on something that was really important in regards to retailers like Offspring and some other skate shops that kind of make you, um, when you do a competition, you kind of have to prove that you're dedicated to a particular silhouette, right? Um, I think when we say, like sometimes we'll say things like, oh yeah, we can't take Offspring personal because it's a retailer, but they do kind of make us prove in some way or some form that we deserve the shoe more than somebody else and the minute that we get into the kind of like we deserve that is where entitlement goes hand in hand when it comes to sneakers everybody knows well for the most part it's a fair game you raffle it's if you get it you get it if you don't you don't and like you said we don't talk about entitlement when it comes to those type of things because it's completely randomized and I personally like I'm very big on like get it how you live if you get a trainer you get a trainer if you go into H&M it's not because I say I shop H&M every day of my life. I deserve to get a jumper. If it's out of stock, it's out of stock. If I have access, I've got access. If I don't, I don't, right? And I don't feel like it's fair for us to, just because we love trainers, just because we, we, you know, we've been collecting for however many years. I don't think in any capacity, unless it's like a, you know, like a seeding situation or a brand collaboration situation, whatever, I'm not, I'm not including that. I'm just saying as a consumer, as a, as a normal buyer, I don't feel like or I feel like the fairest way in regards to purchasing trainers is as simple as if you get access, you get access. Mm. I think where we start going down this dangerous road, because it is a dangerous road, this slippery slope of why can't why can't I have an Air Max one when it comes out? I've been liking Air Max ones when the when the when the night when the Bacons came out the other day and when the Quad Air Max ones came out the other day, there was a lot of talk of people saying, "Why well, I've been owning Air Max ones and I've been owning Air Max nineties and I wanted the Bacons back in the day and why can't I have them now?" And even at the beginning of this conversation, I I joined um halfway through, so I wasn't really sure where the conversation was going, but I have heard a lot of convers um I've I've heard a lot of um conversations from men talking about the um, Amma Manier, um threes, which is essentially a women's shoe. And a lot of guys are saying, well, why can't I have access to it in an XYZ and XYZ? And it's like, a shoe is meant for who it's meant for. If you've got access to it, you've got access to it. If you don't, you don't. Like, And it's okay to to not, like, the, the problem is that whatever idea we've been conditioned to believe that this is available to me because I've worked the hardest or I've done XYZ, that's where entitlement comes in. And, and I feel like that's a massive problem. Yeah. No, I get that. And I think I think that with the Amaminier Manier um situation, it I think there was a that when the initial detail came out, it was right, it's a it's <clears throat> it's aimed at women or it's it's a, it's a women's release, fine. The size wrong was whatever it was. Um but then they brought out men's clothing, and I think that's where the confusion has come in. And I'm not saying that you're saying this either here nor there. It's just like if you're able to get it, you're able to get it, which I totally get. But let me bring in Hugh because I see you flashing for a while. And then I'm going to go Dan, and then Amari. Sorry, guys, can you hear me? Perfectly. Cool. Yeah. So I think the word entitlement kind of muddies the waters a little bit. I actually. Just for the use of the word, I actually don't mind there being a level of entitlement in the sneaker game. I know you've got to obviously bring in new people and stuff, and I'm not even saying it because I think I'm entitled. But if you look at any business model, they want new business, but they're always trying to make sure that they look after their core customers. And for some of you guys in here that have been buying train um, trainers for decades now, I'd argue, even though I want some of the best trainers, the hype trainers, 
as I think people have said already, if you've got 20, 50, 100 pairs of a certain silhouette, then you shouldn't necessarily say, I should get that. But I think the retailers should be looking at that and thinking, we want to keep those people happy because they've been in the game for however many decades and they can continue to spend money with them because we're all saying, look, I think we've got relationships with Osprey or whoever. But at the end of the day, they want people that are going to continually spend money and they're not going to just be in it for a minute and jump out. So why shouldn't there be that element of you've been in this for a while, Mm. so they're going to reward you for your loyalty? Yeah, I'm going to come to that, actually, but I'll I'll come to it in a minute. Uh, Let me um, bring in Dan and then Omari. Hi, guys. Um, I I think everything that's been said up to this point is is valid. You know, there's a lot of things that have been said, but I think the key word um, that was just said there was, this is a game. We all know the game. And I think that's part of the problem with the entitlement element of it. So Danny, uh, Roy Senior touched on it earlier. I think a big part of the entitlement comes from when people are winning it and then they don't, and then they see somebody else winning it. You're winning. It's a game. The people who've been around a little bit longer know how to play that game a little bit better than others. So I think sometimes that's perceived as entitlement. Um, but uh, the, the the whole thing is 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 a game, and and sometimes people don't appreciate that. Yeah, no, yeah, I heard that, and and that's where p- people take it too seriously so you know what i mean it's like like their life depends on it to an extent but um dan gooding did you want to um chime in yeah i can do um it's quite interesting hearing a few things the first firstly i think the first thing i would say was somebody had said that you know saltiness and uh entitlement are the, are the same i don't think they are at all saltiness is just about not winning and i think that's pure and simple um entitlement something else um uh, I think that it's interesting hearing, you know, one person say, oh, it's all basically because of offspring. Offspring gave birth to entitlement. But then hearing, you know, a story from the other side of the pond about how, how that has manifested through, you know, all the changes that that we've seen in shoes. Um, but I think it's quite interesting. I mean, do, do people believe that offspring in the UK is the, is the source of entitlement? Because I think, you know, they distribute shoes one way. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that we don't see. Like, you know, somebody was talking about uh, shoes being distributed via raffles and how that's fair. I mean, do we do we really believe that raffles are a fair system? You know, you know, there is so much that we don't see about how end you know distributes pairs, foot control distributes pairs, how staff at these places distribute pairs. You know, I think it's it's just a com- completely different scenario. Just a uh, label offspring in that way because other people are just are just you know backdooring like crazy and I think offspring is just doing it differently. Yeah, I hear that. So, um, let me bring in Omari. Sorry, you were flashing from before. If you're there, Omari. No, I'm still here. Um, well, I think I think I forgot. I think I forgot my points. But let me. I think it was going back to what Danny was saying about the uh, whole. Part of um, you know being entitled with certain like you know offspring or certain stores and people feeling like you know some of the some of the stores they're they're feeling entitled for 
I mean, the skate shops do do you feel like they don't, as a consumer, feel entitled to a shoe more than anyone else because they've been in it for so many years, and then you've got these new breed of people coming in for the skate shoes and whatnot. Um, I'm just putting that question out there. And another question is: is like, for for do you think that the entitlement is actually against another sneakerhead, or do you think it's against a reseller? You know, in a way that they feel that they have an entitlement against someone that's got a hundred pairs of the same shoe and buying that same shoe rather than someone else that's collecting. So there's two different ways of entitlement works. It could be a time versus a reseller or a time versus a, another sneakhead to, you know, be one up on their collection. So I don't know. I'm just putting that question out there. If it's, if it's, if people think that, you know, it, it's against a, a reseller or a, or a sneakhead. Let me what it is I've written down that question. Let me just bring in um Chick um to have her point, and then what it is I'll, I'll pose that question again because a few people were flashing at that time, and then I'll get that question answered for you. So, are you there, Chick on kicks? No, right? So, we'll go with that question then. So, is it entitlement against the sneaker uh, uh, against the reseller rather than the sneakerhead? Um, who else would just jump in? Um, sneakers. Oh, did you say sneakers? Yeah, I did. Uh, thanks, guys. I'm going to work on changing my name. Um, <laughs> so I, I heard the question. Can you repeat the last question? Because I was so focused on the previous question. Well, uh, okay, answer the previous question, and then we'll go into the next question, which would be, is the entitlement that people have against the resellers rather than the sneakerheads. So have your initial point and then go into the second one. Okay. So my initial point um, is regarding um, <clears throat> the entitlement and with the entitlement, it, it's for me, it's more towards the sneakerheads. I'm a sneakerhead. So I feel like I'm entitled. I'm going to put the shoe on my foot. I'm not going to jack up the price and resell it. So it kind of goes into the next question. Is it because should um, resellers get the shoe? For me, it's a no because they're driving up the cost of the shoes for people who actually want to wear the shoes. And I heard Offspring, and I just want to bring in this point because for me, I mean, if you can't realize, I'm in U.S. United States. So I love the fact that I'm able to interact with you all internationally. Like it is super amazing. And I've made so many sneaker connections through overseas. It's amazing. You all are a different breed of people. Super nice when it comes to the sneakerhead community. I've watched Offspring from my beginning journey in, um, in um, collecting sneakers. And my very first um, interaction with them, I won a raffle. And I did not know at the time the T's and C's of Offspring. So I posted something, hadn't re uh, totally read all the rules and regulations. And so when they had said to me, I won, I'm like, oh, great. What's the shipping requirements? They're like, oh, yeah, no. You're, you're a U.S., so you can't. And I was devastated. It was like the Chuck Off-Whites, which would have been my first pair of Chucks and Off-Whites, blah, 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 whatever. But I say all that to say, I watch them and I comment frequently. I now know that I can't ever win. And I know that you all are involved, invested, and are in most of the competitions. But at the end of the day, if I'm being honest, and this is, again, just from an outside perspective looking in, it, they are one of the fairest boutiques that I've ever seen because I've even took 
some of their raffles and the way they do things and presented them to like local boutiques who always do backdooring and um, they used to do some first come first serve. Then they tried to do some online apps, app stuff. And it was just so unfair. So um, I'm like, look at these guys, look what they do. And they're kind of like, huh? But now recently, one of the local boutiques is doing something kind of similar. It's going towards the community from a community aspect of local charities. So uh, for me, just overall entitlement for me as a sneakerhead, yes, I'm entitled because I'm going to put these shoes on my feet. I'm going to wear them, rain, sleet, snow, shine. Me and my kids are going to rock the shoes. We're not going to stock them and we're not going to sell them. And even if I do get an extra pair and when that happens, I will go out and ask my friends and, and overseas people, do you need a pair? Yeah. You want a pair? I, I have an extra. And so I say all that just to say that for me, Yes, all of us sneakerheads should get should be entitled, and you know that's what I think, and that's why I feel retailers to me they just they are who they are. So, so with that, if if all sneakerheads who have been in the game for 10, 20, 15 years, if they should all be entitled, how does the scene grow? No, and I do, but see, that's why I made the point about offspring because when I put in a raffle back in however know who knows when they didn't know i wasn't i wasn't part of the group meaning like i had i had never won before and i didn't even know that i could win so i think they didn't they might have recognized that i was new and let me in as a winner because i wasn't part of the group back then and, and i can't win so i really think for for that group in that time it was just a, like oh she's a new person let her in i really don't know but for me, as far as offspring and, and just how I see them do things, yes, some people went often. I know I see that. But also, they're kind of, they're really the first boutique I've ever seen across international um, boutiques. I, I, that's just me being honest. I absolutely adore those guys and everything they do, even though I can't win. It's just, <laughs> it's magical for me. But that's just because I, I'm an outsider, right? All right. Cool, cool. Um, Esther, I think you were flashing. Did you, or did you want to comment? Oh, no, no, no. Got someone else. All right, cool, cool. All right, let, 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 let me um just flip this question. The question that I originally went to, and then I'll go to Dwayne, and then I'll go to Crown Jewels, because I can see you hiding. I'm going to bring you in. And then Dan. So, Dwayne, so in regards to... um, So, what I'm going to call it is positive entitlement. So, because you are who you are in the Air Max One community, you should be entitled to get what you want when you want it or, or, or when a release comes out, what do you say to that? Do you agree to that? Um, I'm going to put myself in the best position to try and get an Air Max one. All right, Boris. Um, All right, Boris. Answer in, the question. <laughs> no, no, no. In, in terms of entitlement, no. And for the years that I've been collecting, I haven't really been in terms of ratios. I've had to fight and queue up and pay resale for pretty much most of my collection or buy GRs for most of it. If there is, and if we're referring to Offspring, if there is an Air Max, Air Max 1 competition, I'm going to enter it. And yes, I have a lot of ammo to back up my claim to try and get a pair. Um, but again, I feel other people will say, oh, Dwayne, 
feels he's entitled. But then again, in the positive light, people will tag me saying, Dwayne's got this. Uh, Dwayne's put in X amount of years into collecting MX ones He should be getting a pair. So I don't think it's a lot of the time the individual saying, I am entitled, but people that support or actually have a fandom for that person saying he should be entitled to that. And going on to, let's move away from Osprey. The whole skate shop thing. If a skate shop's been around for 15 years and Johnny Rockets have been buying T-shirts for them and keeping them afloat before the SB hype garnered um, interest again, should he be entitled? Well, kind of, yes. Because if he's been supporting that 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 skate shop for how many years then there's nothing wrong with you know what you've 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 been a good support unit you've been helping us all this time you've got a real love and passion that we acknowledge here you go and i i don't think a lot of people would have an issue with that and even the word entitlement People will complain others are entitled until they start winning. When they start winning, will they say, oh, you feel you're entitled? Mm. Yeah, interesting. Let me bring in um, Crown Jewels then, Dan. So in regards to positive entitlement, is is there, can that work? And, 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 and I, I, I use you as an example, obviously you're part of the Sneaker Sisterhood and you recently did, and we're bringing it back to Offspring, you recently did that competition or whatever it was, the engagement post, sorry, with Offspring. Now, is, is that something that should continue in the vein of positive entitlement due to it being a female tra- a, a, a female release? Um, I guess so. I mean, it's a tough one because... I'm in between sizes, so personally for me, it doesn't bother me whether I get the shoe or not. It's a 50-50, but for some women, I think it will benefit them because they miss out on a lot of male drops. And what, is that due to sheer... When you say miss out on male drops, that's because of the... I'm not going to get into it. Let's not get into it. But because of the size run, that's why you miss out. Not necessarily because you can't... Because obviously you've got females who are a six, seven, seven and a half, eight, blah, 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 blah. Is it just because of the the... the, the the narrowness of the size run, why females miss out, in your view? Not always, because some of the recent one drops have been full size run from a three and a half right. to uh, 11 or 13, and you just pay full price. I just think people are different sizes now. I know a lot of girls that are eight, nine. Yeah. They've got big feet, so they're always going to miss out because they can't get women's, they can't get men's. So just it's a tough world right now. <laughs> You're definitely right. It's definitely a tough world. Right, let me bring in got that. Go, sorry. I just think you have to deal with it. I just think when I think of the word entitlement, I don't put it with trainers because for me, trainers is not a necessity. It's an accessory. So mm. I did, I'll be honest. I had a moment, you know, last lockdown when I didn't get the first balls and mm. I had for a because I love balls. But then at the end of the day, like I've won other things. So you kind of just get over it. Like if you hold on to it, then there's no point. Like what's the point in doing that? Just let go, move on. Yeah, no, I hear that. I hear that. Let me bring in Dan. What was you going to say? As in black and white, Dan. As in black and white picture. 
Yeah. Um, call me Wilson. I'm Wilson the Red One on Instagram, so that might be easier. Right. Oh, um, well gone, well gone. Yeah, hi guys. So I think back to what Dwayne was saying about you know Johnny Rockets at the skate shop and what sneakers was saying about offspring. I think a lot of this entitlement has come with growth from the scene and from these communities that these retailers are building. The more and more people that get brought into something, you're going to have this as as a thing anyway. It's natural. It's going to happen. Johnny Rockets, who goes to the skate shop and has supported them for years and bought T-shirts, he will still support that skate shop if he doesn't get that latest dunk. But for that skate shop to grow, they have to give pairs to new people. Look at how many people got W's on the Travis Sixers that the offspring had, or the Klopp Air Max One Kiss of Death, or going back to the original Travis Scott Sixers, the Olive Ones. There were so many people who'd never won before on those shoes who got a win. And they were big wins for some of these people, like a really hype shoe. But then when they don't get the next one, but they see someone like Dwayne winning an Air Max or Steve or or whoever, these big collectors, that's when this entitlement comes. But I think that comes from a lot of people being new to it and, and not taking it for what it is. So many people have just been swept up along the whole Instagram trainer sneaker thing that when it doesn't quite go that way, that's where I think the entitlement comes from. I think the entitlement's coming the other way, and I think that's what Danny was was kind of referring to. Right, okay. Now, back to the positive entitlement, I don't see it being a bad thing that people who put in a lot of effort to get their pairs get pairs. And I'm not just talking with offspring. I enter raffles for every Jordan one. If there's a Jordan one that I want, I will enter with every single raffle that I can get my hands on. But some of these guys just don't give those wins. I've never had anything from sneakers and stuff. I've had one win with End. Um, I've had one win with Slam Jam in Italy. I enter with everyone. But they just don't give them out the way some of these are. Yeah. No, I hear that. Let me um, bring in Mitch, because you've been flashing for a while, and, and, and I, I wrote you down, but then I forgot. So, Mitch, so what, what comment did you have to make? Yo, so what's going on, everyone? Um, so I kind of want to touch on the fact of like this whole offspring situation and like how people kind of support like different skate stores and stuff like that. Like I know quite a bit about. I'm not like boasting and not saying anything that um, is going to get me in trouble. But there's a lot of people that have special whitelists on these companies, and they're just people that will make sure that they they deliver a shoe to someone else. Um, as best as they can um but realistically i think it is down to like who comes in the stores and like if i don't know i see rain coming in the store 24 7 um i'm gonna be like okay well maybe if he enters the instagram raffle or whatever i think he deserves a pair because he's in the store he's always in for foot traffic and i think it's like deserved like if that person spending time out their day to visit like say if i own a store and he's coming in 24-7. I think that person deserves it. Offspring, I'm kind of, I don't know, I've entered their raffles for nearly like two years now. I've never won. I've got nothing against them in that sense of things. But I know there's a lot that goes on behind closed doors. Um, but it's kind of down to however they want to market their stuff, however they put things on to it. And I don't think it's down to it. Entitlement's a very hard topic to talk about. And it's the fact of, I think resellers shouldn't get shoes. Like the amount of people that 
Um, like I kind of see on a day to day basis that just want to buy shoes just for the pre resale. They've got StockX up on their phone and they want to see it. Like that's that's cool. Like you do you, but when you start affecting a community, and like I used to come from a retail background where I kind of changed my whole opinion on it because of I saw how many people I was affecting and the fact of like they can't buy this shoe and it's people that I first wanted to be like when I first started collecting shoes. Um, so it's kind of like the sense of um, I don't I don't really know how to spiral this out, but it's the sense of people that are like into different categories. Whether you're a skater, I feel like they should get like like flat spot for example. I'm I'm Plymouth based. Flatspot used to do events in Plymouth where they would give away vans and stuff like that. They would always give back to their communities. Um, okay. So, and it's like, you look at, you've only got to look at Focus Scotland or um, different places. They always give out higher rates of wins and stuff for, like, if you're based on your certain locations and stuff. So yeah. I think that's what they should do. And I think that's why I'm seeing a lot of offspring winners is because they're London-based. And I'm not London-based. It's just something I kind of um I don't know I'm on the line with how rapid companies do it I think there's way better ways that they can do it right all right cool let me um let me bring in Pedro I, I believe you've got a, a point to make or a question. yeah I do um even everyone um the question I want to ask is should entitlement be considered as a form of privilege and what I mean by that is um if you're if you're entitled to a pair of shoes um, because you've built a relationship with the person or the store, can that be considered as a form of privilege? So, and and I, I feel like it's just a thought that I've I've been having um, throughout the conversation, and I feel like it should be explored. All right, let me get um, Philip. If you're there, let me get you to answer that. Not there, Philip. Mikey, yeah, oh, yeah, Philip, you are there. All right, then, cool, cool. Yeah. Philip, if you want to answer that, Pedro's question, if you heard it. Yeah, so repeat it again, please, Ped. So, should entitlement be considered as a form of privilege? Oh, well, yeah, definitely. If you're always going to be, well, if you're basically guaranteed to be getting something all the time, then yeah. But. I would more see I class it as where people have more of a personal relationship with management and more senior people in these retailers and that. Other than that, I don't see it as anything else. So then, um, okay, cool. I get that. Let me bring in Mikey because I, 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 I highlighted you. What, what, what do you think in regards to um, Pedro's question and then the question of positive entitlement? Does that is is that something that should happen within the sneaker community? Boy, I don't really know about the entitlement um, situation. I do feel that in the in the sneaker scene, um, there is a elite set of people in it. So, um, in regards to there is some people that focus on more than one shoe than other people, and let's be honest if you're a person that's a sneaker enthusiast and someone was brought forward at the fact that they believe or the retailer whoever it was said okay we believe that this person like deserves this shoe then it's like from a, a, a person another person that's an enthusiast based on their collection or whatever it is or they've been collecting a specific shoe for a long period of time then you would feel like you know what that guy deserves that or that person deserves this like 
it's like some people have earned the right to kind of just bypass the process because they've just been doing what they've been doing for years. And yeah, it's good to try and bring other people into the scene. But when we was collecting shoes, like just back in the day, we also had to graft. We done what we do. So it doesn't matter about the resale and if you really want something, you want to put the work in, you just got to do it because we done it back in the day as well. That's why we do feel that we're privileged to get certain things. There's, I don't care what anyone says as an enthusiast, everybody, some way, shape or form feels entitled. They may not always feel that, okay, they, that they're going to get what they want and they should always get what they want. But somewhere or another, they'll be, they would feel, now, you know what? I missed out on this. I missed out on this. But... I definitely need the shoe because this shoe's got some form of sentimental value to me or whatever. So when they do miss out, they do feel a bit salty ever so like ever so slightly. Mikey, right. I've got a question. Mikey, I've got a question for you. With all of what you've just said, does that justify backdooring? Oh well, you know what? In regards to backdooring, I don't think you see why it's a very it's a it's a very great area because you know what it is about backdooring? If you're the person on the receiving end, receiving the niceness from the back door, are, are you going to complain? <laughs> you get what I'm trying to yeah, say? Yeah, like, you are, you're not going to complain, but there is people that be like, like for instance, me now, the way I've reached in the sneaker scene, I've just gone old school with it now. Like I've reached the stage where there's a price on everything for everybody. Like, so there's some people out there that will pay a grand for something. There's some people that's got a limit that will be like, you know what, I'm not paying more than £500. Some people say I'm not paying more than 200 Like, it's where you're at with, if you miss something, the resale you're going to pay is what it's worth to you. So if I've missed out on something and I'm not, I'm not feeling savvy enough to pay that money, I'm like, well, well, it's passed. It's gone. That's, I've, I've just got to accept it. But there's some people like, no, I really, really want it. I'm going to pay the resale. And that's how I feel about it. So... You've just got to take the rough with the smooth. And literally, it is near impossible to get hold of what you want these days. But at the end of the day, you just if you really want it, you're just going to have to put in the work. Let me bring in um, Danny, because I saw you flashing. Uh, and then Mitch again. Yeah, so just interesting on Pedro's privileged versus entitled uh, comment, because... Doug, right, I will hold my hands up. I, am, I, am, I do feel privileged. I have got some great connections with skate stores that I've bought for years. So when the Nike SP dunks and let's do the, what the polls are coming out at the weekend, if I get a pair, then I do feel privileged because I do feel like people look out if I enter raffles and stuff like this. But that is different for me feeling entitled to that shoe. But Danny, in regards to you and what you do, so you run uh, or help run Sneaker Annex and you do, uh, arguably you do, you do a lot in the scene. With that in mind, yeah. are you, and, and, and other factions, so you've got, you've got the likes of Caff Official, um, you've got the likes of King of Trainers. Should individuals like you be entitled to stuff because of the work you put into the community? I... <sighs> I don't think so. Nobody. I still I still take the odd L's. Do you know what I mean? There's still things I can't pick up. Or there's still the I tell you L. one, there was there was things that I, um I've forgotten the shoe now. Safari dunks. Like oh, yeah. place I thought, I'll get some safari dunks, you know, I've got good relationships. I missed them. 
and and it's just one of those things. And I had to pick them up later. So, but I didn't feel, oh man, I should have got those because I spend a lot of money in these skate shops and blah blah blah. And I do all this thing on social media. If I if I had that trait and if I thought that, then I would be entitled. Then then that's where the entitlement comes from. But all right. Let, that, let me, that, that's what I was trying to say before. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah, no, I get you. I get you. It's, it's just that I, I, I don't know. I, I think there is a school of thought, and and there is a a relaxed attitude to those who are actively putting out information, putting out content. Where with that in mind, and look, let's not beat around the bush. You've got factions just that just take pictures of themselves and expect that they should be given trainers or retailers should look at them. No, I don't think that's that that is. That's what you, I, I don't think they should get anything. You know what I mean? It's just taking a picture. But you've got people that put out content which people actively look and learn from. And I think, I, I think those individuals should be entitled. And I'm not saying they get everything they want, but let's say, for example, if Sneaker Annex did something on, um, a, a, I don't know, an ASICS Jolite 5, for example. Whatever the release is, or if a, if a future release comes out, you might get gifted a pair, or or you would get the opportunity to buy a pair just because you've shown that passion and put. It. People forget how much time it takes to create a video or to set up a um, a chat or do a podcast or so on and so forth. That's for the love, in it. And you, people that believe they should get stuff just through taking a few pictures, for me, is just like they need a slap in the face. But that's just my opinion. Let me go down no, to. Um... I, I agree. No, can I just say oh, I, yeah, I, I agree with that, but I, do, I still don't feel. I feel privileged on the back end of all that. I don't yeah, feel yeah. entitled to get the latest size shoe, the latest SB dunk. I feel privileged that because I do all these things, yeah. I do get looked after a little bit, you know, and, and, and I think that's the difference between if you lose, that's what I was saying at the start, if I lost a pair, thinking I should have got that pair, that's where the entitlement comes from. Right. All right. Yeah, I get you. Let me bring in um, Effie. Um, um, you were flashing, I believe. Hi. Um, sorry. I'm listening to everyone speak and there's so much facts that's being like said and everything, but there's also that this, these small gray areas of where, and I, I might be flagged for even saying this, but it is what it is. There are some shops, um, and I won't name it. There are some places where even I, you, know you can, they, you can, you can name them. You can name them. No. Cause you know what? I still want some shoes, <laughs> <laughs> but let me tell you this. As somebody said earlier, the, the game is a game. The game is rigged. Um, I worked in some of these sneaker stores and the game was rigged. I watched how people rigged the game. Sometimes you have a friendship with some of these people and you can get stuff. Sometimes some of these stores will put you on a certain list and you will get stuff. Yeah, everybody would. I would love it. If I was getting shoes all the time, I wouldn't be complaining. But when you see the same people win the same, just every shoe, not one shoe they've missed, every single shoe, something is wrong. Like, something is not okay. It's not. And then you hear majority of people going, but I entered, I entered, I'm, I'm not winning. And it's not the raffles. Like, I know SNS is really hard to win. I know End is really, really hard to win. But SNS and N raffles, that is more fair to me than a raffle where I've got to go beg for a shoe on, under a common knowing that I'm not going to get it. I know that people who will always get it or people who are paying their way to get it or getting backdooring are going to get it. And then we also complain and blame resellers, but everyone has sold something in their life where it's to pay for rent pay pay for your child's uniform or do like other stuff and there's just like these really great areas of where i don't know if you want to sell like admit it 
but we can't like be in denial of uh, these things that we also do. I understand the entitlement error, like I get it, but at the same time, I, I get salty when I don't win a shoe, but I if I went and put in work for a shoe and I didn't get it because something happened, Salavi, I'll let it go. But when I know that if I pay more extra to somebody in a store to go get something, or I went and did something else with somebody in a store, or made did something like sell my soul a little bit to get shoes keep coming, something is wrong. The game is completely rigged. And subconsciously, you, we know that. You know what? I, there, there, there's another topic in there. You, you, that comment you made about everyone's resold a trainer or whatever, I think that we might explore that as a, as a um, clubhouse topic. Everyone is a reseller, but we'll come back to that. But you know what? In regards to every the, the whole game is rigged. Like, you, you, uh, this is just a question back to you. So you believe, and let's just use two examples. End clothing mm -hmm. is fairer than offspring in regards to their raffle system. No. If I put, if I, I I'll tell you, I'll tell you why. If I put my name and into a raffle site, right, and I don't know, it's it's, it's completely whoever that website picks randomly. I feel okay. Well, that makes more sense than somebody. That me commenting under a picture, knowing damn well, sorry, knowing fully well who is running that 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 site, probably one of my bedrooms gonna give me that shoot all the time. Does that make what, any sense? What it makes perfect sense. But what if I told you that no raffle system apart from mm -hmm. the Nike and potentially the Foot Locker raffle system mm -hmm. was automated, still so people are picked out. I I would I would still also something's not right. I, I would also chime in and say ignorance is this. Just because we don't know things are going on don't mean they aren't going on. Yeah, 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 so, true. So, so to say SNS, I'm privy to information that at SNS a whole bunch of people got fired because it was just backdoor central. Mazza. So, just um, offspring. Um, and clothing was the same. So it's this privy to people's info and as Rain said, most likely the the most blind in terms of it's automated is sneakers. But we don't complain to sneakers because we We can't. So yeah, you can't. You can't. But if there was a face or someone did the I am Iron Man moment behind the scenes, then I'm sure that would um go that way. But um someone pointed out to me saying that Entitlement is a social issue that's just leaked into sneakers because it's now a massive pop culture reference as well. Mm. That's interesting. Yeah, I, I, I see that. Let me bring in um, James, Jimbo. You were flashing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to touch on my point because it seems that everyone seen that I was trying to blame Osprey. No, not at all, blood, not at all. But what I was saying was, like, from my experience of what I'm seeing, is that, I was like, the lady from America said, like, it is, like, you know, what they do, engaging with the community, all that stuff. But off of the back of that, it's, it's the, the other fellow sneakerhead that I've seen that, like, I kind of associate entitlement almost with saltiness, like what that guy said earlier. So that's what I'm seeing from my perspective, is that people feeling like they're entitled to shoes and they don't, like, Everybody in here has been privy to some form of favour or some way. Do you get what I'm saying? We all have. That like, again, like um, Pedro said, I wouldn't class that as entitlement. That's just you know building these relationships with these people, and it goes both ways. You know, you, you're showing them love, so they show you a bit of love. Do you get what I'm saying? But to touch on everyone's point as well, I worked in retail. 
and I know for a fact it's not everything's um rigged in it. Nothing's fucking mm. fair in it. I know for a fact, bro. Like 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 Dwayne, he said um all the backdooring stories, people getting fired. But it's all real, bro. Like I, I've I've got access to certain things in certain times of backdoors and that. Like it's, it's rife out there, bro. It's, it's real. <laughs> but that's not entitlement. That's, like you said, everybody's putting in work. The same way you would sit there and think, like, ah, oh, the reseller is able to walk in and buy the trainer, rare, rare. That's because he put in the work, innit? You know what I'm saying? So it's not entitlement. Like, for me, well, my perspective is just the people that are like, it, it just seems a bit salty, bro. Like, it's, it's almost a bit, it's like the Karen complaining entitlement kind of thing. That's how I see it. No, I get you. I get. Let me bring in um, Jason Scopes, and then I'm going to bring in um, Mitch. So Scopes, as arguably the biggest Air Force One collector in the group, do you believe you should be entitled to get an Air Force One when you want it? No, not at all. I, I was literally discussing this with my boy earlier. Um, nah, it's it's just a case of you know if the opportunity arises that shoes coming out. I'll try. I'll try and purchase it. If I'm unable to get it, I'm unable to get it. I've had people like full blown angry, like <laughs> the um the the Stussies, either pair. I didn't get them. I wasn't able to get them. I lost the raffles. People saying, "Oh, you should have told me." Blah blah blah. blah. You should have told me. I should. And I'm like, mate, I lost. It is the way it is. On to the next one. I don't feel any any form of entitlement or anything just because I'm, you know, in a position I'm fortunate enough to have a few pairs. I don't feel that I deserve this, I deserve that. It's not, that's, no, that's not what it's about. Obviously, I have a passion. I like collecting Air Force, I like talking about Air Force and all of that, and that's that. I don't feel that it's my divine right to get every single pair. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't believe in that. That's not me. All right, cool, cool. Hear that. Um, Faz, you were flashing. Let me bring you in. Yo, sorry, just yamming some watermelon. <laughs> Caught me at a bad time. Pitched in my mouth. Too fast. Uh, right, we're good, we're good, we're good. It's it's 90% water anyway. Um, <laughs> what was I going to say? Um, right, the entitlement thing. I kind of got... I got a friend who... And this is a bit of perspective. I got a friend who's a butter, right? And he butts on a huge scale. Like, I'm talking thousands of pounds per drop. He doesn't feel entitled. He spends sometimes towards 10 grand trying to acquire shoes. 10 grand on a drop. And sometimes hits nothing. And, and, he, and he tweets out, oh, well, on to the next one. And I feel like when, when you see something like that, you can kind of be like, well... Isn't it about maybe the company you keep or the, I guess, the the journey you've been on as a human being that re like relates to that amount of entitlement that you see? And for sure, I equate the saltiness and entitledness as bundled together because if someone could basically drop 10 grand and not hit one pair of shoes, then if someone could just miss out on, you know, entering some raffles, then I feel like, yeah, I guess their their perspective is a little bit different on what what, what do you mean? So doing. so he he he's bought a bot for ten grand and, and no no no, no 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 he he runs like seventy bots right to hit 
whatever, whatever it might be, whatever Foot Locker are releasing or whatever shoes he can acquire at any one time. And that's his business. That's what he does for business. That's what he does to, to earn money. Well, so like, but he can, but he can, for example, Foot Locker can not drop shoes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Everyone knows as, as a human being, you cannot acquire any shoes on Foot Locker. You can sit with that, you can sit with that tent sign saying that you're in queue for fucking six hours, pardon my French, but like nothing's happening. Like I don't so, care how long you're on there, but the he can go grand, in. Sorry, the 10 grand bit, just to clear that up. He's got that spread between all the accounts that he's No, 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 no. no, 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 he's, no. He's spending 10,000 pounds on the bots, either renting them or... Yeah, either renting them, then it's the servers because oh, you have to put the bots onto servers, and then you have to pay for like proxies to like proxies pretend like them. you're yeah. all these different places. So accumulating all of that outlay plus setting them all up, the hours and hours to set them all up, he spent he can spend up to ten grand on a drop, and then get nothing. But but the thing is, is that if he hits, he gets loads of pairs. So I'm not sure I feel any sympathy for that. No, no, no. I'm not saying about the sympathy. The I'm just talking thing, what, what? about. I'm talking about the perspective. I'm talking like the guy cannot hit, can go through drops and not hit. Do you know what I mean? And spend arguably more time than any of us would spend on a raffle entering manually between all these different sites and be a. Do you know what I'm saying? It's his livelihood. He's got to feed his. Do you know what I mean? Feed his kids. Do you know what I'm saying? And it's not like obviously we can say that he's spending ten grand to like. He must have some capital behind him, but mm. it's still the attitude of being able to lose 10 grand, do you know what I mean? And go on to the next one. Like, I guess there is some level of like comfort in, I don't know, he must have the privilege of having that money there. But I'm just mean in the moment. Yeah. It's a lot of time and effort. And I know, do you know what I mean? That, that, like, how I'd feel. Imagine as a gambler, you, you feel like you have a sure bet and you put money on. I'm sure people in this room have, have done that. And then feel like your inside trading bet or whatever definitely had to come through and it didn't come through and you would have been pretty pissed off in, yeah, in the same okay. way. And like, I don't know, it's just about the perspective of it more than anything. That's the point I was trying to make is that like the, in, the, individual, the individual is key in this scenario. Do you know what I mean? Like we can all go, oh, I feel like I should be entitled, but... Uh, like James is saying, you got to put the work in and just have faith that if you deserve the shoe, you deserve the shoe and you're going to get it. Like backdoor is in a way uh, sometimes a sign uh, signifier of the effort you've put in to, to be able to acquire that shoe because you've been a part of the scene and you've made the right connections and some element of luck in there. But yeah, that's that's just what I feel like. it. Esther, I think you were to... trying to come in. I think you were trying to chime in. Yeah, so I hear what you're saying about he can lose 10 grand. But as um, Rain was saying, the next day he could hit for another 30 grand. So, yeah, if I'm a gambler and I lose one bet, if the next day I know I'm going to make, or not no, but if I make 100 grand the next day, no matter, the rough with the smooth. Yeah. And Tim's so like, yeah, yeah, I lost it this time. But, you know, tomorrow I might make 40. And that's the thing as well, is that with, with, with the bot game, and we won't get into that, but with the bot game, you could have your bots lined up for for four days out of seven days and, and miss on two. But then the next two days, you've got 50 pairs to, 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 to an extent. So it's just mad. But no, I get it. But again, he's got the money to play with 
to do that. But um, Eli, I'm not sure if you're there. Let me bring you in. What's your thoughts on this whole entitlement um, discussion that we're having? Because you've been around for a while and you've seen a lot of change in fads and whatnot. I want to get your view. If you're there. No? No, sir. He's gone again. Gone again. Right. So let me just um, just slightly move on. So would so as as sneakerheads, so I say everybody in this group is is a sneakerhead. There is a new generation coming through, and obviously the sneaker community has to live through some of the youngers. So as OGs who don't believe they should be entitled, are you happy to give way for the new generation in regards to let's just say the Travis Scott Air Max One that's due to come out? If somebody said, right. You, you're you're going to give way to one of the younger generation. You're not going to have to help the scene live. Are you happy to do that? No, 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 no. What, what do you no. mean, give way? And you stripes. And you stripes. Let me tell you. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Let, let yeah, my kids are the next generation. Let, let, I'm let, happy let, to let them come through. No, I no, Easy, 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 easy. One person speaking. Let me go to Tony Kicks first, and then I'm going to go to Jonathan, then Tasha. Yo, I think you have to... It's not like it's prove yourself, but I think you've got to definitely earn your stripes, if the saying goes, before, you, you know... Yeah, I think you've got to earn your stripes first. I don't... I'll say... I'll put it this way. As long as I get my pair first, then afterwards, yeah, you can, you know, somebody else, yeah? <laughs> I'll put it down that way. No, it's not... It, I wouldn't say that's... No, no, no. I'm just saying that... Joke aside, I think you got to earn your stripes. You know what I mean? In, yeah, I think you got to earn your stripes. All right, let me bring in Jonathan. Right, so perfect example: the Levi's uh, Jordan Four. Oh, jeez. Uh, denim drop, right? That one that got lock off, right? My mate rang me at like four o'clock in the morning, and he's like, "Where are you?" I was in bed. He's like, "Where are you? Why are you not heading to Oxford Street right now?" And I'm like, "Okay, you know what." And he's not even in, in, into kicks, right? He's actually there because of the hype around the kicks, right? Now, I'm like, okay, cool, let's go. But understand that when we get to the queue, I'm in front of you. Like, you can come through. Like, if you want to come in, queue up for a shoe, all of that stuff, yeah, 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 come, let's go, let's do it. But I, equal, I'm asking for an equal footing here. I'm not saying come through, go ahead of me, and I'm gonna spud you at the end of it. And now I walk up to the till and they haven't got my size. Like, what's going on? Uh, <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> no, we can we can all play in the same sandpit, right? As long as it's like an even game. Like, yeah, let's cool. Let's all play in the same sandpit. There's space for everyone. But what about continuity of the scene? We, we, we don't care about that. So therefore, yeah, but that's how the raffle. I don't determine a raffle system. The raffle <laughs> system determines who wins the raffles, right? Let's put it that way. If there's a fair raffle system running, then, yeah, there should be a mix. There should be, when you look at the people who won a shoe, right, there should be a good mix of people who have picked up. So you've got people who have been doing this for a while, you've got people in the middle, and you've got people who don't even have a flimming clue what's going on they've just seen the shoe they've entered and they've got something and now they never they're probably not even going to engage in another raffle for another 10 drops right yeah. there right. should be a spread all right let but, me bring in yeah let me bring in tasha tasha you was you was you was about to um lock off the whole thing 
saying you're not giving away to no one. And <laughs> um, what was the question again? The question was again with the with the whole sense of entitlement, um, being OGs or people that have been in the scene for a long time, with the newer generation coming through, should an OG, considering all that they have, give way to the younger generation in regards to a, a quite exclusive release? Um, I think we have to at some point, isn't it? We can't keep doing this for, as much as you say you are. And re- reality, you're not going to. Like I've got two boys, as most of you know. Mm. You know, they're 24 and 16. Like I can't keep doing this forever. I can't be going out camping and da-da. If they can get out there for me, I'm pushing them out there. Go and do your thing. They're the next generation. We're not going to be around forever. Yeah, true. Okay, I hear that. Casey, um, I think you wanted to say something. Yeah, hi. Sorry, there are a couple of things. I'm hoping I haven't just lost my trail of thought. Go for it. One thing that you said at the beginning was, um, are we going to give way to other people? And I think when you say give way, that implies that it's your spot and you're giving room to somebody else who should come in and take it. And I think... That is kind of like the Coco the Gist, as my mum would say. Like, that's the main point, which is that no one has more of a right to be there than somebody else. I think that's that's been my main point here, is that uh, with the Travis Scott Air Max 1s, right? <clears throat> Excuse me. With the Travis Scott Air Max 1s, okay, great. Like, there are some guys here that mention that they're Air Max 1 fans. Fine, brilliant. What about the people that are Travis Scott stands? That's they exactly what I was about to can't. say, Casey. And, and 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 what about what about? Sorry if this is a wild take. What if I just like how the shoe looks? Like what if what if? I just, like, the <laughs> if if, if, if you're right? if you're a Travis Scott fan, buy his albums. God bless you. <laughs> but no, no, no. But you know what? Amen. I hear what you're. I hear what you're saying, yeah, and I hear why. Like why why that's a joke. But there are a lot of people. I don't know if it was, but there are a lot of people that really feel like okay, well, um, like. Uh, this is gonna sound kind of wild, yeah. I hope you guys are staying with me as I say this, yeah. I don't wanna, I don't want this to be a thing where it's like we're policing who can and who can't get certain things based on credentials, based on um who can show that they want it. Who like this whole yeah. earning stripes yeah. thing? I think when when, mm-hmm. when we've got, do you know that we're talking about shoes here and not like these, like Preach. these are crepes, guys. Like when we're talking about an Air Max One, I understand how important it is, right? I understand how limited it is, of course, but you don't deserve the trainer more than anybody else. And I know, like, you know, the point of, like, if you like Travis Scott, buy his albums. Okay, cool. So what about, let's say, for instance, there's somebody out there that's a big fan of Sakai, the brand. Does that mean that they deserve to own the Sakai Vapor Waffles more than somebody that likes trainers? No, of course not. Like, there's no way that we can police this. If somebody wants a shoe, they should be able to have an equal right to have a shoe than anybody else. And if we think about, you know, some of, some of you guys here that have been collecting trainers for over 20 years, imagine if 20 years ago when you wanted to buy your first trainer, people were getting backdoored. So by the time that you'd finished queuing up for seven hours, there were no crepes available. We'd all be saying something different. So I think, like, in the, in the name of thinking about, like, new collectors and, like, whatever, I've been collecting for, like, 10 or so years. I don't feel like I deserve trainers more than people that started collecting last year. Some people's first pairs are Hyper Royales. If their second pair is a Travis Scott Air Max 1, who am I? Where do I come in? Like, what do you mean? It's, it's a shoe. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, no, I get you. No, I get you. Um, sorry, Chantel, you, you was flashing. I don't know if you wanted to jump in. No, Kendra. Yeah, I do. Sorry. Oh, sorry, go for, it, go for it, go for it, go for it, go for it. No, and so, you know what? I, I'm just going to put this out here in the universe. 
um, and I'm just speaking specifically from a collecting perspective and a person who is a part of this community because of my passion or my joy of collecting. The first thing is the first. Even the OGs had somebody that they stand or somebody who influenced them to enjoy sneakers or want to pick up whatever it is they call their grail pairs. We were all influenced by somebody. And I think that when we think about the sneaker game as a whole, it's, it's very cyclical. Okay, at one point you have something where it's all the wave and then you have different people who come in and find out a way to make themselves more um, visible um, to, to brands, to other people, to whatever it is. And, and they gain a, a level of popularity. And then there comes a time when because of that level of popularity, because of that engagement that they get from other people who actually make them relevant, okay, they're following, then it comes a level of entitlement. And as soon as um, you know, that, that kind of dies down because yet someone else comes in and, and, and finds yet another way to kind of trump that, you know, then those folks who, who have gotten accustomed to this level of um, access are, are, are suddenly mad. And it becomes a, okay, you got your new booties. That's what they like to call them here now, new booties and these people who do this and who do that. It, it's not really any of our, our place or our game really to hand over or hand off to the next generation, the next generation or not. And I, and I think that it gets lost. And the question to me has, has been, and it always will be, do you like sneakers? Okay. Yeah. Do you like sneakers or do you not? And whatever your why is for why you collect is simply yours. I don't think there's any one person who is entitled to any pair of sneakers, any particular collaboration, except for the people involved in the collaboration, except for the person whose namesake might be, um, associated with that collaboration and perhaps some of the people like their family members, their close friends and family members who they might want to have access to when it comes to those things. You have people who, who decided because it was Tuesday that they like sneakers or perhaps they lost their job and then they decided to hop on Instagram one day and they said, oh shit, I like Jordan ones now. And then they go and they stand online. They get a level of camaraderie going with other people who stand online. Perhaps they help a skate shop. Perhaps they help somebody else, you know, kind of police the people getting out of control during camp out sessions. And three weeks later or every single release going forward, they feel like they're entitled to be able to get their pairs first to have access to knowledge associated with what that store is going to get available to them. It just happens. And then you have people, and I hate to say this too, and somebody probably will be upset with me, but I'm going to say it, who really just suffer from low self-esteem. And, and, and all of this is centered around having the latest and greatest, the most limited releases, appearing to have a whole lot of something because it's that, it's that need to be accepted. It's that need to be a part of something. And unless or you have somebody standing and congratulating you and hitting a whole bunch of likes, it's not important to you anyways. To me, those people aren't collectors. They aren't really influencers. And I hate the word influencer. So I, I, I just word. I don't know. I really do. I, I don't I don't like what that what that means because or what at least what it's supposed to mean or what people think that it means. Do you like sneakers or do you not? And nothing about the pair of sneakers that you have should make you feel like you're better than the next person or that you are entitled to have access to exclusive this or that events, early drops, whatever the hell it is that's going on. If it all boiled, if it all changed today. And every single thing that we sit over here and fight and argue about or, or, or try to, uh, you know, act like we're grandiose about, if everything changed and it was a level playing ground and all of it was accessible to every single body, 
I'm, I'm sure we'd find something else to be feeling entitled about. You know and what? It, if, if, if that did happen, if it went back to that, 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 that uh, and ultimately what you're saying is, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, is that if it goes back to that first come, first serve, we'd have something to complain about. Yeah, we would, because what would happen is the, and excuse the phrase, but the strong survive, you know what I mean? So what would happen is it goes back to the day, and this is, I'm talking about from a London point of view, and anyone can join in and, and disagree with me. If you wasn't on your P's and Q's in London, and I mean being able to put yourself onto whatever list or get to the front of the queue, spin somebody out of the queue, whatever, you wasn't getting SHIT. Now, with these systems that are in place, which are arguably bred some entitlement, it's just a lot safer and easier. It's safer and it's easier, but it's also convenient for people to manipulate and to exploit. And wherever there's a will or, or an opportunity to do that, somebody's going to do it regardless. Yes. And I think somebody else has spoken about this earlier on in this conversation where it, you know, ignorance is bliss. We don't know what we don't know concerning how some of these things are handled. We assume that people are acting in fairness or that they're, they're not kind of you know, finessing the game to make things accessible that they really shouldn't be. I have a prime example is when I just went to a store um, a couple of weeks ago with the Toro 5 release mm. and the person, uh, an actual employee, now I hit on a raffle on Foot Locker I stood there, I showed up on time, and, the, and an employee actually stood there right in front of me and told me after I confirmed my reservation that they didn't even get a size seven. And I was like, no, nah, you lying, sir. I'm going to need you to go back there. <laughs> so hold on. I, I so, need you, I... <laughs> so, what, so what happened was you actually won, went to the shop, and they said they didn't have your pair. Right. So what? She tried okay. to. I wasn't leaving, though. <laughs> I wasn't leaving. <laughs> uh I bet you I had her coworker go back there and guess guess what was back there? Is the size seven. Okay, so you can't tell me. <laughs> there are like there are just shady and strange things yeah. happening all in all. That doesn't yeah, have I, anything I, to do with entitlement, honey. That that that's that's the this is just fair that, that part is fairness, but the entitlement comes from people. It's, it's, it's so many different variables that it that that, that goes into this, and when yeah, we think about what think, the word entitlement means, yeah, and I think I think the social media aspect does come into it, um, and one into one in verification of what what you've done and what you what you do. But let me bring in Kendra, Kendra, and then Nat. So Kendra, go for it. Hi. So I'm actually from the states, um, and I wanted to talk about the aspect of entitlement, especially it being from the retailer's perspective. Sometimes the sense of entitlement that a lot of these people are getting is not necessarily from themselves, but it's created by the retailer. Um, here out in New York, we have a lot of like, I'm sure you guys probably have them too, but we have a lot of boutique sneaker stores. There's Concept, there's Bodega, there's Extra Butter. There's like, and I can keep going on and on and on with them. And a lot of them on their sites, like some places do do online, I'm sorry, Instagram raffles and you got to comment or repost or whatever else the situation is. But a lot of them, even when you go to their site and you enter a raffle, they're asking you for your social media handle. Now, as someone who has won a lot, and I'm not going to lie, I have been very fortunate to win a lot of sneakers off of the sneakers app. Um, I have never won a sneaker off of another retailer i have never won from any of the other boutiques because i felt like they know what they're doing when they're asking for your social media 
a handle. They want to be able to go to your page. They want to see how you're going to rock yes. it. They want to be able True. for you for you to tag them and Impossible. get them, you know. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, a lot of times this entitlement is really being Impossible. built by the re retailers themselves. Let me... I, I get that. Somebody's saying impossible. I'm going to come to you in a minute. Let me bring in Nat, because I believe you you were say, you were wanted to say something. Yeah, we've kind of gone past the topic I wanted to touch on. It's all right. Casey, Casey kind of sum, summarised it in a nutshell. I feel like there is, there is no right over someone who enjoys the Air Max One more than someone who is like a diehard Travis Scott fan. And I think that comment about buy the album was a very flyaway, ignorant comment as well. Because people who are obsessed with artists, they want to buy the merch. They want to... It was a joke. Chill out. Easy, Dwayne. Dwayne, I'll, I'll bring you in relax. in a second. Dwayne, relax. But um, yeah, I just, <laughs> basically, Casey's already kind of summarised what I was going to say earlier. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, sorry, somebody was saying impossible. Who was that? That was me, it was me, because um, when they ask you a handle, they don't go through your Instagram. Could you, if you imagine if they had like 300 pairs, they've got to go through 300 Instagrams. That's a lot of man hours, but I don't think they, they do like that still. But I've got a question for the panel. Uh, seeing as you lot are the panel, do you lot feel that you should be entitled to um, previews from the brands themselves? Not retailers, but the actual brands. As for for the panel, Pedro, that one's yours. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I don't. Um, no, not really. No, um, I, f I feel like Rain does because Rain said something earlier about like you know, it's the guys that are putting out the info and stuff like that that should be getting the things. You get me? I don't think they're entitled. I don't. But no. I think when if they do get something, then they appreciate it. Like it's appreciated because they have put in the effort. I think it's a bit different. You know what? I'll, I'll, I'll answer that. I'll answer the question. In 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 the years I've been collecting, and it's, it's been it's been a long time. I think I've probably had maybe maybe four or five pairs of trainers gifted to me. Now. If, if, if you was to translate that into minimum wage in regards to the amount of time and effort that I've put in to the sneaker game for myself and then for the panel and some of the stuff that I do externally, whether it be um, the YouTube channel and yada, 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 it, it probably works out to probably less than one pence. So is, is there a sense of entitlement there? Do I feel entitled? No. Am I, do I appreciate what I get or the position that I'm in? Yes. The reason why I, I believe I'm in a position where I am and, and most of the panel members are is like, like, like for example, Emil used to work at Nike Lab. Um, I didn't know Emil at, at, at the time, but he used to see me coming up there maybe two, three times a week. I was in there and I was talking and, and I met a few people, um, Chicken Connoisseur and blah, 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 to name a few. Uh, and, and the manager of Nike Lab at the time saw a sense of community forming with people that were coming into the store. And it wasn't just me. Some of you guys that are in this group actually went into Nike Lab and did exactly the same thing. And you built relationships. Now, if entitlement comes from building a relationship, fine but 
I'm not the one that's saying that I'm entitled. Maybe it's the retailer or that store manager that said, right, because you're putting in the effort and I can see you're actively wanting to um, get these trainers and you do X, Y, Z, I'm going to, I'm going to give you a tip off or I'm going to tell you where to be. Because remember at that time, it wasn't about, oh, enter the raffle and I'll pick you. It was right. The Supreme 98s are going to be releasing that, um, 7.45 via wristband. You need to be here at six o'clock if you want to get up here. That was still putting in the work. I got the tip off, but I was there. So that entitlement has come from someone making me entitled. Now, in regards to the stuff that I, that we do with the panel, like it's, it's again, it, it, ask any of the, the, the guys offline, how much trainers or how much recognition have we got from brands due to the work that we've put in? It's, it's it's only it's only over the last two years, I believe, we've started to talk. We've started to talk to Nike about certain things. Um, we started to talk to Puma maybe two or three years ago. Adidas are yet to ring our doorbell. You know what I mean? And I'm putting out our dirty laundry, but don't don't. And this is to everyone. Don't get confused in regards to or or, or don't um, the the industry is a fallacy. You know what I mean? Mm. It's like. We, 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 as the panel, because we love what we do, we make it look like things are going our way in regards to getting free stuff. It does. It, it's, it's, it's not that the map, the ma- like I'll come off this call now, or sorry, I'll come off this chat now and we will have an, a, a probably a, a half an hour, um, talk about how the conversation went and what we're going to do next week. That's putting in the man hours. Then tomorrow we, we've got to finalize bits for a, a project that we're working on. And that's more man hours. So again, do, do, sh- sh- should I get stuff? No, but a sense of privilege, entitlement. Mm, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm definitely putting in the work, and the work has changed from getting up early and going to the store now, and just showing your face and pushing a few mm. people about. It's about what are you bringing to the industry, and this is what I say, Jimbo. There's people that are simply taking pictures of themselves, putting them out there, getting likes, believing they should get stuff. Or they should be in a position, right? And with that, I can't agree with that. Mm. Ray, can yeah, I just yeah. chime in? I there? just feel like, like um, I, I, I let Jimbo respond. Sorry, no, I was, I was agreeing oh, so, oh, with sorry. you. By the Go concept on. of the question I was asked, I wasn't trying to call you out. Yeah, I no, 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 You get what I'm saying? But mm. no, carry on, carry on. Um, Danny, I think was flashing, uh, and uh, someone down below. Yeah, no, because I think it's I think my situation and your guys' situation is kind of very similar. It's, it's all born out of love, and it, yes. I don't think the primary um, motive was to go out and get free pairs of trainers and to do and to interact with brands or things like that. It's born out of love. It's born out of passion, and off the back of the genuine and authenticity, that's what comes with what you guys do and what I've done. Do you know, like I'm, I've been fortunate, and I feel I go back to what Pedro said before. I feel privileged that. I've put out content because I've had, you know, I get lots of time with my, what I do for work. So I get time to do create content and things like that. And off the back of me putting in that effort when I've not got, when, when the kids go to school, I'll make a YouTube video, I'll make a podcast. And off the back of that, then I get to talk to brands and stuff. That's a privilege, but it's born out of passion. It's not born out of wanting to get that free product at the end of the day or wanting to do something. I think that's, that's what you guys do. Do you know what I mean? So Yeah, I agree. So, so I didn't see who was actually talking. Who else wanted to come in? Sophia. Yeah, no, I I was just going to say, I feel like, you know, 
it's not really entitlement when it comes to things that you're doing that would be considered next level stuff. Everyone collects sneakers, but what else do you do? People like the panel or the sneaker sisterhood. You watch them develop and grow and go follow both of them if you're in the audience because they bring platforms like this for us to come together, talk about trainers and connect with each other, whether we help each other in everyday life with, you know, whatever we do professionally or just helping each other get the trainers we want without having to pay resale, talking to each other, being there for each other. That's next level stuff built on, like Danny was saying, from passion because we love trainers, but we love it so much. We're going to do it on next, uh, next level style. And that comes with a certain level of success. I don't even want to call it entitlement because your platform is so successful. You're being noticed by these brands for doing something for a community that you didn't have to do. You guys aren't getting paid to do this. You're giving time. Time is something you can't get back. And when you love something so much, you devote extra time to it to bring other people together. That's rewarded. And that's a fruit of this, of success. And then from there, other people recognize you. Then you get to talk to people. And now this, love you had for sneakers becomes something you do as a career because now you don't know if you're a writer a designer now you get to write sneaker blogs now you get to write this there's somebody that always influences somebody else and for me i know i wanted to mention back me i'm an og i've been collecting sneakers well over 20 years and I always give back. I've sold entire collections. I have had exclusives. I was a singer songwriter. I know a lot of people. There's a lot of opportunities I give for sneakers that people will never even see that I pass on to everyone else all the time. I always pay it forward because I love the culture. And if I see a young person new in the game and I see that disappointed look, I'll bless them with a pair. There's been plenty of times I've won a raffle, walked into a store, got the shoe, saw this youngster standing there like, damn, you got my last size. You know what? Here you go. And I'll take the L. I'll get it next time. But to see the look on that person's face, because I was that kid and I just created a story for him. And now he's going to be in the culture. In fact, I did that one time. One kid ended up becoming some crazy bot reseller, remembered me. And every single time he has it, he always blesses me with a pair. I never knew that that was going to happen. I just wanted to see a smile on a new sneakerhead's face. What's his name? What's his name? No, I'm joking. Um, (laughs) His, <laughs> you're funny. His name's Danny. He's a cute kid, but um, Daniel. Me. But he's he's <laughs> no, no. But he's into Funko Pops and stuff now. So he always hooks me up with Funkos. But um, but you know, you just never know. And I just think that we always get caught up in what people are doing with their social media. Then do something with your social media. Mm-hmm. You know, start getting more relevant. You know, if you just want to take pictures, just take pictures. Do whatever you want to do in the game that you love and take it however far you want to take it. And if you do it with passion, things are just going to come to you. That's why they always say, find a job that you're passionate about because it's not work after that. And what comes from that is because you're successful at what you do and you love it. And people can feel the love and and want to just reward you for it. Yeah. And it's not I, work anymore. No, I get that. Yeah, make makes sense. Let me bring in um Van Wiljams and then Fars. If Dwayne's there. Howdy. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're there, you're there. So I'm yes, 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 I'm here. opportunity What's to respond good? and then to um to lay your comment. Hello? Bonjour. Can you hear us? I think he's got. Sorry, too much sorry. Issues. Repeat it again, bruv. Yeah, no, no. It was just more about um the, the Hello? A response. Hello? Hello, can you hear me? Hello. 
Yeah, yeah, I can hear you say that again, bro. Yeah, no, it was more about, because I, I cut you off when you was responding to somebody. Um, and then just to answer the question, if you wanted to, in regards to um, um, what Jimbo said, in regards to what our thoughts were in regards to entitlement. Oh, um, I, 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 for, for me, if you put in the work, then there should be something. Um, nothing's as plain as simple as as um, pardon me, as um, we we don't expect to just walk into somewhere, yeah, where the panel and get X, Y, and Z. There's discussions. There's maybe an old relationship that was there before either side or either party was even known to be into trainers. Um, I do know, Loco, you you take um, photos yourself and you've taken photos with size. I wouldn't sit here and say, oh, why does Loco feel he's entitled? No, you've done work and it just so happens that it's within the realm of sneakers. So if you manage to get that release that you've taken photos of, then who is anyone to speak? And again, I think a lot goes into things behind the scenes most of the time as to why some people get certain things from certain relationships. All right, cool. Let me bring in um, Mitch, then Fars. So I kind of want to touch on this kind of thing, like where everyone's been talking about, like, who gets what? Um, so like, I'm going to call out straight up, call out Native Skate. Like, I have no connection with them, but I know that there are a lot of people that they backdoor to are just solid, like, random people from their like, area that are just mates of the members of the team that are members of staff at the time. And I know End Clothing do similar things. I've won several shoes and then they've suddenly never been delivered because of they've just been lost. So it's kind of the fact of, and I come from, I work in size at the moment, but it's like, I want to ask you guys a massive question. That's like, do I deserve shoes from size or do I deserve shoes from, I've worked with Nike on things. Like the only person that's ever gifted to me is Jeff Staple, which is friends and family stuff. Like, do I deserve that? Or is it like something that I've worked for? Or are you guys going to consider it as backdooring because of I work for a company or I work alongside a company? Like, I, I really want to throw that out there. Anthony, yeah, I, I, wait, I have to say this. I think that's really sad. You work hard. You should never question when somebody gives you a gift. It's obviously, it's nobody's. It's If he wanted to give it to you, he felt you were deserving of it. Take it and say, yes, I did deserve it, period. Who cares what anyone else thinks? You did that work. You deserve that shoe. And he felt you did. End of story. Let me bring in Anthony in regards to Mitch's question. Do you want to just ask that again, Mitch? Yeah, so basically, um, like I work for Size, um, and I've also do work with Nike and stuff like that. Like, do I deserve the privilege more than anyone else because of I do work with these brands, and I am a diehard sneakerhead. Yeah, I come from a resale background, but I literally collect shoes twenty four seven, dunks, whatever. Like anything is something I always do. It's in a passion. Like, do I deserve it from the company, or are you going to view it as backdooring? Anthony, hi guys. Um, yeah, in regards to your question, I was never. Um, view it as a backdoor. If you work for the company and, you know, you're grafting and you're showing that you're worthy of something, then, yeah, I, I believe you deserve some privileges. Would I call it entitlement? No, I wouldn't. Because that's not in your contract. It's not in your contract that, okay, if you do this amount of things, then you're entitled to this, that and that. 
It's not in anyone's contract. It's all down to the relationship. It's all down to how you are as a person, how that rubs off onto whoever's given the ticks, whoever's given the, the green ticks, you know, whoever's releasing what they're allowed to release or in some cases not allowed to release. Yeah. To me, that's not backdooring. Um, I, I think that it's a privilege and, yeah, I feel that you're deserving of it if you're in the company. Let, let me um, let me ask a question and I'll let Faz answer. Safe Anthony for that. In regards to you, Mitch, um, just in regards to your question, uh, or, or just a comment and then Faz, I'll let you um, take what I've said and then either take it on board or not. So you work for size, you get paid a salary for your service. So that is your reward. Anything, unless it's a part of the bonus scheme, is potentially a, 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 a privilege, if you want to call it that. You, you get paid a salary. So with that, anything else that comes, well, you're not entitled, you shouldn't be entitled. I, I, I don't want to call it backdooring, but anything else is, is, is it, it's not even a perk of the job. It's you're using your position or potentially, correct, my, correct myself, potentially using your position to, to get that stuff. Because if they said, right, okay, you can have a pair of shoes trainers but we're gonna or you can have a pair of trainers every month but i'm gonna take i don't know a grand 200 out of your pay a year would you be happy with that no i i personally would be absolutely fine with that because the shoes that i chase 24 7 and i'm fine with that like a lot of the shoes that i collect are ones i'm willing to pay thousands of pounds for i right. don't care the price of it so yeah all right cool all right on to fast sorry to answer um mitch's question um I guess if you're into, I don't know. I feel like it's it's something that everybody's commented on, touched on in some way, shape, or form. Is love really like essentially? I'd say everybody in this room is collecting, um, involved in the culture because they love shoes and they love whatever's around it, whether it's you know hip hop music or sport or whatever it is that that kind of got them here. Um, and I feel like everything we've discussed revolves around that passion and that love and where we fall on any one day will result in how we respond to an L or we will respond to the fact that we're a massive Air Max One head and we don't get the pair we want or that we work for size and we, you know, have only ever been gifted one pair or and I guess it's it's because I've been a teacher up until really recently. Um, and I always told my students, and because I'm a music teacher, I'd say, like, look, don't try and go for success. Don't, don't specifically have, you know, fame or fortune or whatever. It's always good to have goals, and that's important. But there's, there's only really, you know, two routes. There's, there's those who continue to make music and those who don't. Um, those who continue are successful because they're doing the thing that they love and those that don't and those that don't do it anymore are failures. There is nothing else to it because you're doing what you love and by virtue of that, you're a success. If you're collecting shoes, the fact that you're in the hunt is, is something to be grateful for and there is always another shoe. 
I guess it comes back to like a specific model being the issue. If there's one model that you really want because you collect that, obviously there will be a certain sense of, you know, that love being greater for that one shoe, but there's always gonna be another shoe. And that's essentially the point is like, for those, especially with the Travis Scott um, Air Max something something, because it's not an Air Max one, let's be honest, is, um, is that, you know, the fans of Travis Scott have just as much kind of, I don't want to use the entitlement, everybody's entitled to, to go for that shoe. And, you know, the system that we've landed on isn't ideal. And I guess I'm moving away from the original question. The system isn't ideal, but it's, it's what we have. And if you are so desperate for one specific shoe you will do everything you can you will i guess install you know bring in any friends any connections that you have to try and get that shoe um and i guess it is the love it's how much love you have for that one shoe that one brand that one artist whoever it is and you'll make it happen just like tickets for a gig if you really want to go to that gig, you'll queue up, you'll hang outside, you'll buy off a scalp or you'll do whatever to get there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I get it. And you know, with the with the Travis Scott thing, you know what? It's, it, 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 who's more entitled, the Travis Scott or, or Tra Travis Scott fan with a sneakerhead? You know what? It, the, the, what people have to understand is that the Travis Scott music thing is over on one side and then the Travis Scott sneaker collective is on the other side now it's 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 open to anyone to traverse into whatever circle so if i want to go to a travis scott concert i'm going to have to battle all the people that are travis scott fans to get to that concert but the same way that i have to battle to get that ticket or whatever it may be they're going to have to come and battle me to get that pair of trainers now i've got the upper hand because i know how it all works so who's more entitled no one but you're probably going to lose out because you're not au fait with how the game works, so to speak. So it's it's an it's an interesting one in regards to that Travis Scott debate. And I feel I feel like the Travis Scott thing, though, just to just to jump back in, is is a, is an interesting one. Or any kind of artist, especially now when I guess COVID has shat on that industry, just just you know music and and arts specifically um, as much as it has, is that the money the and I suppose Travis Scott's a bit of a mad one because he's he's filthy rich but the money that an artist gets from record sales quote unquote or streams is a pittance so they only really make their living from merchandise mm. so like the nike deal is a bit different he's already killing it let's let's be real but like just on a general kind of like um just for a general understanding as an artist your livelihood is your touring and nobody's touring right now and your merchandise album sales mean nothing record sales mean nothing physical record sales basically mean nothing it's you're gonna get nothing but the merch you get more money than, yeah. than, than anything especially like a deal like this um I, I'd, I'd love to know how much i actually don't know how much his label and that's something i'm probably going to research into is how much his label gets for each like, sale yeah for each sale of the shoes because they must be involved it depends what deal he ar arrived at originally but most at, like major labels go for 360s really unless someone's yeah. in the music industry here and <clears throat> knows any better i would love to know but yeah it's, i think it's i think it's real like that i feel 
coming from that background, any artist deserves to get the maximum money and therefore the fans want to contribute. I know I'm always, you know, Patreons for, for musicians and stuff like that. And, I'll, and, and to be honest, I'm a thrifter. Like I only really buy, other than crepes, I buy used and where possible, I'll buy a partly worn version of the shoe. I'd rather buy that than a, than a new one, to be honest. But right. I'm always trying to support um, support the artist in that sense. So I'll always go for merchandise where possible. But yeah, I just want All right. to highlight that. Cool. Let me bring in, um, I think you were flashing, Louisa. Um, did you want to um, pass comment? Um, hi, yeah, sorry. I've got a cold, so I sound a bit like Marge Simpson. But I just <laughs> right. wanted to talk about like everyone talking about the Travis and how like fans shouldn't be more entitled to it than like someone that's just a sneakhead. But I think a lot of kicks that are hyped is like, you can see a picture of Travis kicks and it's not even a clear picture. It's like blurry. And everyone's like, oh, cop, definitely, definitely double up. And I'm like, you can't even see what the shoe is. Why are you getting excited about it? So I think that comes into it as well. It's like, Okay, yes, we're saying entitlement, and I think w when I saw the Air Max ones of Travis, I particularly didn't like them. But obviously, if I, I'm not a big Air Max one collector, so for me, um, if I if I, if the, if the pictures are clearer and I like them and I go from I get them, I don't, I, I I don't really business as much as someone obviously that has a huge Air Max one collection. But with the whole entitlement thing. I think some people, yeah, obviously are going to feel more entitled. Like if you put work in and, you know, you've got a collection because you've camped and you've made connections, that's not a problem. But I think it should be, there should be like transparency. So if you're saying this person is getting the shoes, then fine. That person is getting the shoes and if, no one can say, you know, I'm more entitled than others. Okay, people have better collection than others, but I don't think no one can say... I'm more entitled than this person because this person has 10 pairs of Air Max 1 and I have mm. hundreds. As I said, personally, I don't really care because that's not my silhouette that I'm really on and collect. But yeah. I think for me, it's more the lack of transparency. Like someone will say, someone will get a pair and then you think, oh, I didn't even see them enter. How did they get a pair? So there's no transparency there. It's like, how? what? what is the criteria that made that... If, if the criteria is clear, if it's like, okay, you have to have this many kicks, you have to be known in the community you have to like talk all the time whatever the criteria is the criteria should be clear because i think you'd some you'd be stupid to say someone that just started collecting shoes um should say oh yeah i wanna i want the, the all the i want the travis air max ones if you saw them getting every single pair you would think well how's that working but at the same time what is the criteria to say this person's more so-called entitled to it than another person? I don't think that's very clear. So mm. I think that's where like the resentment side comes comes in a lot because someone might feel that, well, this person, what entitles them? But obviously someone broke it down to say, you know, winners of every kind of raffle should be like a full spectrum. It shouldn't just be everyone that has no Air Max ones, that would be stupid. Or it shouldn't just be everyone that has all the hype Air Max ones. Because personally, I think people should get to learn to accept just not getting every single yeah, true. kick that comes out. Because before, the fun was trying to hunt the kick and I'll see on eBay and I'll, even now, Tash, that's in the group, I'll see kicks, I'll send it to her, I'll be like, is this real? And she'll send it to someone and then she'll come back and go, nah, it's not real, it's fake. And then I'll say, oh, what about these ones? And then, 
the, the hunt for kicks is kind of gone because everyone just feels like, oh, I, I tick the criteria to get the kicks. Mm. I should get them. So I think a lot of that is a lot, a lot of that's why me personally, not that I'm losing love for it, but a lot of it I'm just watching and I don't really want to buy every damn shoe. But yeah. the shoe that I do want to get, I know I can't, I'm not going to be able to get that shoe or Nike won't do it in my size. Or So I think it's not so much, in, obviously some people, I, I don't know if the right word's entitled, but I think more transparency for sure. And obviously... When, when people don't get shoes, they need to take it better and not start, you know, yeah, posts saying, oh, I put, I, I comment all the time or, you know, whatever it is. Or, I, and, or everyone's always rinsing sneaker at, but you're all on there at eight o'clock every morning still <laughs> trying, to, <laughs> trying to get the kit. So, you see what I mean? It's, I, I think it's, like I'm saying, entitlement is maybe the wrong word, but more transparency for the selection process. And, I, and some of the raffles, like, I think some of the companies, they post up these things and, I think they've probably got like four shoes and they're telling people comment your size and come on, yeah, how many shoes have you got that like, everyone's doing all this work and then who actually wins? I think, oh, so who won that? We don't it's, even know, you know? It's it's true uh, and, and, and they do, not say lie, but they, they remember, it, these people that do that, as in they've got four pairs and they say comment your size, it's a business. It, and, and what it is, what we need to understand is that the amount of engagement uh, a company gets on a post they use that to go back to a brand and say look this is the interaction that we've had yeah, for totally. your trainer therefore you need to give us more next time round than the four but um just before closing i've got one final question um and i'm going to aim it at pedro and then whoever else wants to answer so in regards to this entitlement if we want to call it that or being more transparent so how do we expel the negative elements of entitlement out of the sneaker community? Wow, that's a big question. Uh, how? I think Louisa answered it, to be fair, in terms of transparency and the criteria. Uh, um, I believe, um, yeah, to her point, setting a parameter so everyone knows what the playing field is, what it looks like, and um, and 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 how and how it should be, and um, I, I guess it's no accident that people do moan when there's um, where 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 the situation is slightly opaque, and um, I give two examples. The first one we mentioned at the very start of this session in terms of the Amar Marnier, and. Obviously, that that just caused a whole heap of rockers. The other example was um, we, if we go back to last year in terms of the um, the off white um, sale and the and the Jordan Four um, collab, where it was supposedly um, a lady's shoes, yet a lot of the guys got pairs, and women were like, "Well, how comes men are getting the shoes? They're women's shoes, and blah blah blah." So in my head, I'm thinking, are women being entitled? Is that misplaced? Or um, are, there, are there complaints justified because it was supposedly a women's shoes, but yet all the guys got it? So in terms of answering that question, um, I, I believe it's all about being clear and transparent to Louisa's point and that it's set out so that everyone understands these are the these are the measures. These are the metrics we're operating by, and as such, 
if you don't fulfill those metrics, then it's not for you. If you do, then you're welcome to party. And yeah, that, that's, that's, I think that's how I would answer that question. All right. Um, does anyone else want to take a stab at that question? So how do we, how do we as a sneaker community expel negative entitlement? You can't. You can't. I don't think you can. There's you money can. involved. There's money involved. Out, There's emotions involved. There's Call it out. People, people, people are bitchy, man. When it comes to money, people are bitchy. If there's 5p to be made, your best friend, or you thought you was, was your best friend, is going to tell you, oh, yeah, I'll help you, and secretly get that shoe and sell it on. I've seen it. You sound like you're, you're coming from a place where it's happened, Anthony. Yeah, it's happened to me. It's wow. happened to me. Yeah, you've done it to me. Yeah, and like, yeah, I, I just don't. I can't ever. If money's involved, the snakes come out. Like, there's nothing that can be fair and run fair. Nothing. All right, let me we bring in um... raffles. We tried different angles. We tried different this, just different that. Someone's always got a complaint. Then the hate campaign comes in. And then the bitch come, campaign comes in. And, yes, it's just... It is what it is, man. All right, let me bring in um, James and then Troni. Um, yeah, to answer your question, to dispel negative entitlement, um, you kind of have to reshape the whole entire industry, innit? Like, um, Amen. My, my man said earlier, you know, like, um, you know, it's a game, it's a game. But the reality is, it's not a game anymore and then even the aspect of what we're doing is is shopping and then um i can't remember who said it the lady said before like it's literally it's just an accessory to how you're supposed to look you get what i'm saying so the concept of everything needs to change how the retailers behave the release mechanisms like instagram everything needs to change in order for you to dispel negative entitlement in it but one way would be that if you know like it's like what Pedro was saying a second ago in terms of like um, setting parameters and stuff like that but even then that wouldn't be fair in it because there'll be people who are like oh, I can't match that criteria it's impossible for me to because I've been collecting for 20 years in it but, so. but, but that's true And but the parameters are out there again we, we use Offspring as the example they've done exactly what Pedro right. and whoever else said the but, parameters are there and people complain that they can't and, match them and that's that's why, in order for you to say associated to shake up the whole industry, you'd have to make it so that, like, there's one actual form of raffle mechanism that is 100% foolproof, bot-proof, rah-rah-rah-proof, and then every motherfucker needs to, every retailer, sorry, needs to use that mechanism, then it's absolutely even playful, then no one can feel entitled to anything. Yeah, that's... But it's 100% fair. Yeah, I get that. But to, to do that, that is virtually impossible. You'd need the Infinity Gauntlet or something well, like you that. Say, you say virtually impossible, but bro, if your mind can conceive it, it can be done. Like, <laughs> there was one stage, I, I listen, hear me out. There was one stage when I was like, you know what? I know a couple big lads. Man's going to set up a little security firm, start reaching out to these retailers and be like, yeah, look, last <laughs> do security on the day of the raffles. <laughs> Go on. Because you like, don't know what you're doing, innit? Yeah, But again, this is what I'm saying. If that did go true, man would have made sure that them doors would have been running smooth. And you get your pairs. No, I never said that, bro. I no, I'm, I'm asking I'm, you. I'm being, bro, I'm talking from a business perspective right. of having a, a certain security system that I know people that can handle certain things 
because we all know a lot of these security guys can't handle drops. You yeah. get me? That was just a thought. But and it's the same kind of um, idea that someone could just come up with something to be like, you know what? If every store used this, every drop would be fair. And then boom, well, hey, away we go. Yeah. But where where money's to be made, they'll always find a way. And I think that's what comes down to it. If people can make money on it, like the guy was saying before, if somebody can make 5p, £5, £10, greed will always overrun. I think the only way that this can be overturned is to turn it into a positive entitlement to reinforce where you think somebody should get something or to just support each other. If we're all in it for the love of it, then show that love. Yeah, no, I get that. Let me bring in um, Troni, Danny, then Casey. Yo, people, in my opinion, oh. <laughs> yo, people, um, in my opinion, with this whole situation, anyway, um, I feel like it's like being a sports fan, like we're the supporters, and all these retailers are like at the clubs. And the thing is, with the supporters, they're never happy unless they're winning. So, unless we're winning. That's the only time you're going to be happy when we're losing or when certain fans are losing or whatever. They're always going to be upset and not happy. So you're never going to keep everybody happy. And it's really difficult. And going back to where you're talking about, um, I can't be, I think it was James when he's talking about um, creating a system. Remember, it costs a lot of money for the system. Like Nike's system that they've got, it's like what? In the millions to have yeah. that, that system to run. Not all these retailers or these other places can afford to do that. And remember... These hackers will always find a way to, you know, to, to find a way to corrupt, you know, to um, get through to these systems anyway. Yeah. You know I mean, even knights have to spend money constantly every time to make sure this it's, you know, bot proof or as strong as it can be to stop the bots from coming in. So, again, you're never going to keep everybody happy. Like I said, it's just like being a all right, sports fan. You know, you're only happy when you're winning. When you're losing, that's when you're, you know, everyone's going to kick up a fuss and moan anyway. So, I think it's just one of them things that. As I said, Offspring is one of the best retailers in terms of what they're trying to do and what they have been done and what they are, uh, from what I can see, are continue doing is that they're trying to do the best they can to keep everything as balanced out as best as possible to keep, you know, to keep the new people happy, you know, to bring new people in and you know, get them to win. And as well as the ones that have been in, you know, into this, you know, been in the culture for the longest. So, yeah. Uh, I hear that, and that's coming from a Villa supporter in regards to winning and losing. But let's move hey! on to <laughs> let's move on to Danny. Danny, <laughs> I love the Villa. I love the Villa thing. No, just seeing what Pedro said about setting out parameters. I think that's. I don't think retailers and brands want to do that and set out those things. They want I. My thing is they want people to lose, because then that enhances the want to win more. So you're always going to like set it out that there's going to be more losers than winners. So then people are going to go, right, I'm going to double my efforts. I'm going to do... And, and it creates that first. And that's like, it's the halo thing, isn't it? Do you know, oh, I can't get that. So oh, right, I can't get hold of the first, whatever, off-white, the first 10 off-whites. But I'm going to then get on the next ones and the next ones and the next 50 dunks that are coming out or whatever it is. So they're not going to set out the parameters and let's say, right, this is how many pairs we've got. Or if that's what Pedro meant, I don't know if that is exactly what you meant, Henry, but that's, I don't think that's a realistic target, if I'm being honest, because they want you, they want you to lose, because they want you to, it's that endorphin and it? it's that want to win. They, they want to give you that. So then 
you're chasing constantly. Well, well, yeah, and that's what it is. And that's and it's exactly that, I think, as well. Like you got, you got people losing left, right and centre uh, and, and they turn into Thanos. You know what I mean? Everyone wants to win after that and wants to just dopey everybody or just shankle everyone just to get what they want to get. But let me move on to uh, Casey because you were flashing for the longest. So I'm bringing you in now. Thank you. Um, only thing for me is, I wanted to speak on this earlier, but I know that you're closing the room, so that's fine. But I know you mentioned something about positive entitlement. Yeah. Um, and I don't know how much that exists. Um, I don't really, like, I think the word entitlement is essentially believing that you have the right to have something naturally over somebody else. And I'm not speaking about what retailers feel about you, whether whether retailers feel like you have the right or whether stores appreciate that you've bought a lot. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about your own personal entitlement that you feel that you deserve over somebody else. I just don't think it exists. Um, and I think as long, for as long as there are competitions, like, and I know that we've mentioned Offspring is like a, a fair, um, a brand that uses like fair raffles and stuff. They do the, the competitions that are really transparent and all that stuff, which is fine. But I think as long as there's a competition where someone has to prove themselves, if that person proves tries to prove themselves and lose, they will always feel that they were entitled because they believed with their 10 Air Maxes, they should have won the Air Max of their dreams. Mm. Regardless, I don't think that's ever, ever going to change. Um, and so I and and I think that's OK. Like, it's just it's part of the game. In it. I know that we've said, like, oh, it's not a game. It, it is a game. It's not a game. But ultimately, if there's something that you want in any line of purchasing anything, like when you think of luxury fashion, if there's when we're talking about like the Hermes Birkin bag, right? People can't go in and buy that bag anyhow. If you get it, you get it. If you don't, you don't. That's how the game works. No one will turn around and say, I deserve the Birkin bag because I've got more money than the next person. It just doesn't work that way. So I feel like if we continue to apply that to trainers, how we collect trainers, I know we all like trainers. I know we all collect trainers, some longer than others. But ultimately, if we just see it as this, excuse me, this is something that you buy. This is something that you might have access to buy. Sometimes you won't, sometimes you do. Then that's what it is. And then the people that are salty are salty. And, that, and that's really it. Yeah. All right. Let me bring in. Sorry. Let me, sorry. What? One second. Let me bring in Sophia, and then I think it was you, Pedro. Yeah. 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 Say. No, I just like what she was saying. Um, just briefly, I just want to say that words are very powerful, and whether we realize it or not, they have these really powerful messages. So, anytime you use a word like entitlement, it it's just gonna bring negative energy. I mean, changing the wording and how we talk to each other and communicating with each other. Period. Whether it's in the sneaker community or in life, is important you know you could say things like that person was successful instead of saying they were entitled they got the shoe they whatever means they got it they were successful and getting it it has more of a positive message behind it or even when someone talks about something that they love they can seem aggressive but if you understand and, and understand its passion then in calling it passion we look at the situation and re we receive the information differently than we would depending on how you describe it. So I think words are very powerful. And if we change how we speak to each other and how we, we describe situations, I think we're able to change the perspective without having to change what's going on in the so-called game. Okay, Pedro, you was gonna... Um, you was gonna... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just in regards to what uh, Casey said. Uh, and I kind of want to slightly, slightly disagree in that I think um, there is such a thing as positive entitlement. I think what we actually struggle with is the metric in which is used to validate positive entitlement. So, sorry, Dwayne, to borrow him as an example. Dwayne's a big Air Max collector. If an Air Max shoe comes out and and he's looking to get them, 
by virtue of the fact that he has amassed um, a collection of Air Max Ones, surely he should be entitled to the um, Air Max shoe, should he decide that he wants it. Um, in the same way that we hear about celebrities who get gifted, um, not gifted, sorry, who get the opportunity to buy a Hermes Birkin bag. Now, we don't know the metrics in which um, Hermes use to determine who's entitled to a Birkin bag, but know that there is a metric at play that decides that whoever is entitled to a Birkin's bag through whatever means, whether they're an actress or whether they have amassed a collection of Birkin's bag and so on and so forth. It's the same way in that um, particular individuals get seeded products. It's because they have done something by which fulfills the criteria or the metric in which they've been measured against. So um, positive entitlement um, does work. As I said, the issue is knowing and understanding the parameters, the metrics in which is deployed to measure um, positive entitlement. Sorry, can I just I just just respond, Pedro? Because I know you're speaking to me. I was I was saying that I think we've kind of said the same thing. Because I was saying that I'm not talking about the entitlement that a retailer might feel that I am entitled to. I.e., if I was to spend um, 100k in Hermes, I would be entitled to a working before somebody else. That's what a retailer deems me entitled towards. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the personal entitlement that people feel. I, I can't remember the name of who you just mentioned that owns the Air Maxes, uh, collects Air Maxes. Um, if, that if that person, they personally felt like, okay, the part that I'm disagreeing with is, um, my name's Casey, I, I collect Air Forces, and when a Travis Scott Air Force comes out, I believe I'm entitled to that over, to, over someone else. That's the part I disagree with. If a brand feels like they want to gift me the trainer, that has nothing to do with me. That's their business. What I'm saying is, I don't feel like I am more entitled than anybody else just because I collect the trainer more. I do whatever I do, whatever. That was my Ah, okay. With you. In terms um, of entitlement, didn't Offspring do a uh, competition a while back where you had to the Balvin Garden once where you had to kind of big people up who you thought deserved or what entitled to that? Yeah, yeah, they did do that. And, and, and they got a lot of flack for that as well. But again, it's... <sighs> What, what, what do you do when you've got when you've got an interactive forum for delivering product you're gonna have always have someone complain again nike release stuff 24 7 and the, the majority of us take l's and we complain to each other in these groups or on on facebook do nike respond to anybody no and clothing the same thing you respond to your blue in the face no the only other retailer that has responded to individuals um due to a mishap or whatever was sns and that went horrifically wrong because the the they the, the individual that was responding is obviously not media trained or didn't think through what he was responding and it, and it backfired but again you in regards to that sorry um Esther, you, yeah offspring have done it and and people complain it's just, it's just one of those things but um right so we've been going for about two hours and two hours and ten minutes, maybe two hours and twenty minutes. I'm gonna draw it to a close. Does anybody have any final questions that they want to pose to this group as we are now? I've got a question. In terms of metrics, what is the metric for an RG? Just for people in this room, like what is the metric? Can I answer? Can I bring in Johnny Pedro and then you? 
Okay. Are you there, Johnny, still? All right, go for it, Pedro. For me, um, as an OG, no, I'm not calling myself an OG, but for Too me, the <laughs> um, it's the relationship you have built over the years. Um, that's that's the fundamental. So when the likes of Mikey Blacks, Dwayne, when they talk about grafting, what it's actually meant by grafting is that whole networking, the relationship building, spending time in stores. And it's not just about you're doing that because you want kicks. You're doing that, one, out of passion, two, because you are genuine towards um, the business. And it's more than that. Now, it's it's getting, um, well, I don't want to use the word intimate, but it's getting intimate in terms of you're talking beyond the business. So what do they do for their life, family, that sort of stuff. So for me, th th those are the metrics in terms of um, um, – uh, for the OGs, as well as obviously having a vast collection and all of that. Um, that's that's how I see it. Um, Nathan, I'm not sure if you're there. Are you there, Nathan? Yeah, you are. What's your view on that? So, um, S.Dot's question. So, what are the metrics for an OG? Ah, it's a tough one for me. As someone... For me, in my head, something that springs to mind is someone that's been around collecting for years and years, uh, has the relationships, has the product knowledge, and has, you know, been doing it just for more than sort of five years, just knows the ins and outs, knows all the models, the history. Uh, I can't really say too much more, really. It's a difficult question, to be honest. I think people's opinions will differ massively as to what they consider that to be the answer. Yeah, I heard that. All right. Let me bring in... Um... Michael from the stockroom. I'm going to ask you that question because um, you're relatively well. As I say new to the game, but no, you're, no, I am, I am. you're you're younger. So, <laughs> yeah, what yeah. would you view as a metric to be in an OG, or what, or what? No, what would you respect as a metric to be in an OG? Um, okay, so my angle is a little bit different because obviously there's a lot of you guys that are a lot older than me that I look up to, so it's a bit different. But um, for me, it's one of two things. You either like um, Nathan said previously. You either have to be like a collector who I can see has collected over the years and has product knowledge, or you may not actually be a collector. You might have like a different skill you bring to the game. So I know some people do art of shoes that they don't win and they don't win shoes often. So what they do is that their art is what they used to talk about the shoe and through the shoe or through the drawing of the shoe, you see how much they really know about shoes. So I don't think necessarily it's all about having a big collection sometimes. Sometimes it's what you produce and what you add to the, the space and to the community. So whether that be through art, through music, like it can it can be different forms. So yeah. And obviously social media has made that a bit easier to see. Yeah. All right, I hear that. I respect that. Um, does anyone else want to answer that question? Negative. Well, to them. Uh, uh, Trony or Mike Trony first, then Mikey, and then we'll get another question if it's there. Oh, I was gonna, I was gonna ask another question. But, oh, um, all right. let me, Mikey. Uh, did you want to, Mikey? Did you want to answer? No, 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 no. I'm good. I'm good. Sorry. All right, Trony, Question, hey, and then we'll. It'd be nice to hear what the moderators classify as OGs. To be honest. Uh, all right. I'll bring in Dwayne. <laughs> Cop out. <laughs> Hello. Well, man just said hello and bounced. All right, say no more. Hello, hello, hello. Oh, hello. Yeah, Dwayne, hello. Can you hear us? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what are, what are the metrics of an OG? Yeah. Um, time and passion. And one doesn't necessarily trump the other. So, like, someone that puts in the effort, they necessarily don't have to be in the game for 15 years, but they could put in the research and have the passion for the game that they extensively know know as much as someone that has or even more than someone that has been collecting for that amount of time or something. Someone that has been collecting and has seen it all and has been able to tell the tale about it and has gone through the various stages because now we're just in a digital age where if you even suggest about collecting and a time where you could you could um, line up for the Power Air Max 1 and the day before it released, you could reach into a line at six o'clock and you would be seventh in the queue. That would just be mythical now. Um, but yeah, I, I think those time and passion are two massive factors that build into... OG status, and I think that will that will be represented by people that watch or follow you in this social media savvy world. All right, boom, skeng. All right, let me bring in um, Emil, um, obviously one of the panel members. Um, let's see if he's got any comment on criteria to an OG. Yo, sorry, one sec. Let me quickly run up the stairs because I was putting my son to sleep and he wouldn't fucking sleep. Hang on. <laughs> you sound mixed. Oh, that's pretty, that's pretty like, OG. Oh, man. Whew. Evening all. Um, <laughs> There's only six steps yeah. in the Mills house and he's tired. Fuck you. <laughs> 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 um, uh, you know what, yeah? I think over... It's mad, isn't it? Because obviously, being the OG, I kind of feel like it's, 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 it's now subject to interpretation. Um, you know, there's there's people who... I don't like to speak bad of people, but there's people who, you know, would be considered OGs, but I think they're dicks. Um, and it's like, it's like there's some claim to being an OG. Like if you're an OG, cool, whatever, in it? it doesn't mean you're special. But, you know, if, you, if you've put the time into something to cultivate a passion that you have and you've enjoyed it, and then you can pass that on and pass those... Fuck, I'm proper out of breath, you know? Whew. Um, and you can pass those stories on to people and you can pass knowledge on to people and have, you know, the the wins that, that not just yourself, but the community have had and you can celebrate those, then I kind of feel like that makes you a real OG, you know what I mean? You've got something to pass on. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, no, I hear that. I hear that. It's, it's, a, it's a mad term. I don't know. I, I don't know. The term OG, I think, I think it's a title that's bestowed upon an individual as opposed to you calling yourself one. Um, so if, if, if somebody would look at, at, at me and say I was an OG, like, cheers, thanks, innit? I'm not gonna, like, I'm not gonna profess to have, like, the, the panel's a, a, a very unique group. Like, um, there are some of us that have extensive knowledge on everything, and there's some of us that have, more knowledge on Nike products and more knowledge on 
ASICs and whatever it may be, or all, all rounders. And there's a few that just look well, a couple that or myself, my knowledge is there, but it's not at the level of some of the others. But others might call me an OG. I just think it's a title that people will see what you do and your efforts speak for themselves. I, I think it's almost a bit um it's a, personally, I think it's a bit arrogant to call yourself an OG. Um, if there is somebody that's older than you collecting and it goes back, like some people might call themselves OG, but was you there when the, the, the Air Max, not sorry, Air Max, the, the Jordan one first released and did you grab it? Like, again, it's, as Emil said, it's up, in, up to interpretation. You know what I mean? Like my, uh, Michael could call himself an OG from now. He's got the passion. He's got a few stories and there'll be many more stories to had. So who, who can take that title away from him? I don't think I'll call myself that day, just putting that out there. <laughs> yeah, no, I know, I know. I'm choosing it as an example. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a bit of a mad one. But I, I think it's, it's, for me, it's a title that is bestowed upon you from your peers or your community or or through what your efforts are. Yeah, just to, sorry, just to add on to that, I agree because I feel that the community you build will see what you're doing. Like some people, they don't win trainers. They don't even really, they're not really interested. But the fact that you're winning and you're so passionate about it, is what actually gives them joy and gives them happiness. So sometimes they'll come and give you a title like, oh, I can't lie, you've been doing this for years, you're an OG. But like you said, I don't think somebody will come and say, oh, I'm an OG. Like, it's not really what you want to be known as, like, as, as in, like, calling yourself that. You're a sneakerhead, you love shoes. Mm. Okay, obviously I'm not calling you an OG, but, like, it's not really something that you would identify initially as. It'll be something that somebody else tells you, and then you'll be like, oh, do you know what? I've been doing this for years. Maybe I am. But who who really cares? Like I don't think that title's anything too special, personally. Agreed, I agree. Uh, Pedro, you were fashion. Oh, Emil was fashion. Sorry, Emil. Yes, I don't know about any of you lot as well, but like, um, like I've I've I got referred to as an OG before, and all I thought was, right, you lot think I'm fucking old, innit? it? <laughs> yeah, but that's, it comes it comes, it comes with the, the name, innit? OG original. <laughs> Guys, can I give a simple and practical definition of OG, my personal one, at least? Go for it, Nick. Basically, uh, being known OGs as people who collect just OG pairs, like uh, stuff from 80s, 90s. Uh, I mean, if you like have some Jordan retros, last retros or stuff, you I don't think it's an OG that you get it. Uh, yeah, I get that, and you know what? I, I see where you're coming from because I'm 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 looking at your Instagram as we speak, and I see the angle you're coming from. But again, then again, it's like pfft, there's old OG. Like uh, you got to think that the 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 first Air Air Max two seventy that came out is an OG pair, so. When that when that released, if somebody's got that, can they that can they then call themselves an OG? If they've got first issue of like the first Nike reacts, are they an OG? Uh, yeah, I mean it's a bit weird considering now as OG, but I think in uh, thirty years ahead, yes, it can be easily. Right. Okay. All right. Well, um, Tony, you got the last question. Yo, people, last one. Um, it's just a quick one. Uh, I know there's a couple of new people on here with Clubhouse. I just wanted to know how many of you are using Android. 
No, you, you're still with your mum's iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> I was ready for that. Finish. I've told, well, told, told you this before, man. I've got a new phone now. I've got my phones now, so yeah. Well, I, I guess that answers your question, uh, Troni. N- not not no. many people. Or, actually, no, we don't know because obviously there's people in the audience. Um, ah, so yes. maybe there are people on Android. But anyway, on that, um, we're going to bring this session to a close. It's been a mad session. It's been very controlled. So I have to thank everybody for being um, respectful. I think it, at, at times could have gone a bit left. Um, but yeah, everyone would remain respectful. And I think that's the beauty of what we do here at the panel. Everybody has respect for each other. Um, I don't know if Pedro, Emil or Van want to say anything in closing. Nah, just um, appreciate everyone that's been, everyone that's contributed, everyone that's hanged with us from the very beginning. Yeah, just many, many thanks. Nothing from me. Oh, go, go for it. Yeah, yeah, no, I do want to add that yeah, StockX tags are not drip. <laughs> yes. I want to know that. You know what? We're, we're, okay, so just so everybody knows, we're, what we're trying to, um, we're trying to work out a, um, uh, a collaboration with um, Walk With Us, who are another faction that operate out of the US. And what that chat will be, it will be US, or not UK meets US. They might phrase it US meets UK. So what we're going to try and do is we're going to try to um, have a discussion in regards to what the trainer of the half year was or is. Um, And then there's going to be some um, conversation in regards to bridging the gap in regards to US and UK sneakerheads. And one of the questions might be, because I know, I don't know, I I was listening to one of the the chats that Remo had um, in regards to StockX tags being the same as the off-white tags that come on off-white trainers. And it was just madness what people were saying and it, and it branched into a big discussion. But I think what we'll do, we'll do something similar over there, but we'll have a um, a lot more people from over the pond contributing. So just keep it locked for that. Um, so just to your point, Sophia. But Emil, I don't know if you wanted to say something in closing. No, I'm good, man. Um, just, yeah, thanks everyone for the time this evening. Boom. Right, what I'll do, I'll keep the room open for about 30 seconds. Obviously, it's been quite a long one. Um, I'll keep the room for open for about 30 seconds. So if you've liked what people have said or you want to follow their Instagrams, this is the opportunity to follow them, look at their profiles, and then we'll close the group. Um, and we potentially we should be back next week with another discussion. So thanks, everyone, for taking part. Thank um, you. Peace out. Good luck on the, the P Rod as well. Big up, big up. Yeah, big up everyone. Good luck. Yeah, yeah. Good night, everybody. Bye, 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 bye. Bye, bye, bye. Does anyone know who on the Half Size Up podcast wanted a pair of Kobe Hall of Fames? I can hook them up with a retail pair, but I don't know. Speak to Mo or message me. Whoever fast, message me. Pedro, yeah? Yeah, message me. I'll, I'll hook you up. I'll, I'll, yeah, connect. If anyone's, in Lon- if anyone's in London, Saturday afternoon, I'm down, by the way.